I started this podcast because I noticed a concerted effort to shame America and what it means to be American. One American Podcast reinforces the values and ideals of America by having conversations with key influencers from all over the world who resonate with the values embodied by Americanism. If you believe in things like the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and want to be part of the conversation with others who do too, then you're in the right place. So before we get into this episode, I'm asking you today as one American to tap the like button below and subscribe to the channel. This engagement really helps these conversations reach as many viewers as possible. Make sure to comment, I subscribed below, and I'll do my best to respond to each and every comment. My name is Chase Geyser, and I am one American. Hey, it's One American Podcast, and we have Tim Young on the show. Thanks for doing a podcast with me tonight, dude. What's with that fucking thumbnail, dude? I just looked at that thumbnail. Why do you look like uh, like you're about to do a porn in the 1980s? I know. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man, I, well, I try to use a different picture of me every thumbnail I do, mm-hmm. and I've done like 70 episodes now, so I'm like running out of images, and so I'm pulling, I'm really pulling from like the back catalog. <laughs> I think that's officially, by the way, I think that's officially a fatter picture of me. Uh, I've been, uh, you look uh, great. Starving, dude, I've been starving myself. I stopped drinking. <laughs> like it turns out you stopped uh, drinking. Yeah. Drinking is like the most unhealthy thing in the world. I, uh, I love it though. Look, I love bourbon. You know, I'm like an executive oh. bourbon steward and I do all that shit. But like, uh, uh, in like 2022, I think I've had drinks twice. And, really? And it's, so you're not like, you haven't like quit drinking. You're just not drinking right now. Like, yeah, did you I'm have like an I'm an alcoholic moment, or did you have like I'm just not going to drink until I get healthy? Uh, I had a moment where I have moobs, and uh, I was like, "That's not good." You <laughs> have moobs, moobs, moobs with a B. Oh man, boobs, moobs. And I was like, you know what, man, that's not a uh, that's not a, a thrilling look for a dude. Um, and I'm not body positive, so time to body positive. <laughs> walking and working out and lifting heavy things and uh, and not drinking it's amazing although like i'm addicted to and i have to watch it because i just ordered um a hundred a hundred dollars worth of these because they were on clearance i ha- i always search for when i talk about these nonstop. by the way i don't even know what you have no plan so this is great uh these little gingerbread i always look for gingerbread cookies that are awesome during the holidays and these are yeah. from britain great britain and i went to the little british store down the street and uh uh, they were on clearance and they were perfect. And I ordered a hundred dollars worth. So everyone is getting those cookies from me so that by next year at Christmas, they'll know what gingerbread cookies I'm looking for. That's um, amazing. I I feel like I've done a puzzle of the cover of that box. I think was everyone it, has at some point. Was, it, was, was like, it like the cover of a New Yorker magazine or something at one point? Thomas Kincaid, painter of light. That's, did you ever, did your mom ever go through that? Did your parents ever go through that phase? I, my parents never talked to me. Oh, well, mine did, kidding. unfortunately. Uh, and, and they collected the, uh, the Thomas Kincaid painter. Of, I mean, that guy, talk about a guy who had a hell of a business back in the day. Well, yeah. What was his deal? He was just a painter. You didn't know this. this dude? I don't know shit about Thomas Kincaid. Like Sounds cult, like a hell of a guy though. There were cult followers and essentially he was like, like a Rockwell type. No, God, no. He, he was closer to, uh, what's his ass with the fro. That's awesome. That, oh, you know, Bob Ross. Bob Ross. But like he would put little houses in it and they're like, wow. And there were like stores in the mall in major cities of this. There were people who filled their houses with this guy. He was like, if you had uh, uh, more money than just to collect Beanie Babies. Right. Right. Like Like longer burger baskets. You bought every one. Longer burger baskets. 
uh, Beanie Babies, Thomas Kincaid was up there. It was these were all like QVC pushed items, right? And, uh, and what was the other one? Uh, the what were the glass Fenton art glass? Did I you ever see never, I've never heard of Fenton. I mean, no, Cutco was big. I was a '90s kid, so all the '90s shit was what I saw. Oh, that was that was the '90s. So Fenton okay. art glass. So it was all uh, on the QVC channel. So it was like uh, Fenton mm. art glass, all the burger baskets. Beanie Babies were not, but Thomas Kincaid was there because you can't turn a profit on like, you know, $8 or whatever for a Beanie Baby. Um, I'm trying to think what else people like. Quacker Factory sweaters. Like if there's like some boomer watching this right now, they're gonna, they're like having a moment. They're like, oh my God, Quacker Factory. That was another one. There was this fat woman who sold Quacker Factory uh, uh, sweat, and they were like stupid sweaters. They were basically like mom sweaters, like ugly Christmas sweaters, but for every day of the year. Wow. That sounds, that sounds absolutely outstanding. My mom was addicted to QVC, and that was all that was on in the house when I was growing up. Did you ever watch that uh, Jennifer Lawrence movie about that woman who had, like, the famous mop? No. Wasn't there a Jennifer Lawrence movie about that? Here, I'm going to look it up. Uh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, there's a QVC mop that, like, cause they would sell different stuff, too. It wasn't just, like, artsy oh, yeah. stuff, right? Right. Yeah, Jennifer no. Lawrence um, mop movie. <laughs> look this up. That's a thing? Joy. It was called Joy from 2015. It's a true story. Um, based on the life of, uh, let's see, some woman who invented some mop that like exploded on QVC. Joy Mangano. Uh, yes. The yes. self-bringing miracle mop. Yeah. It was like the, it was like the founder, only the female version, you know? But like, did, did her life go off the rails after she made this mop? I was, you know, your tip. I don't know about real life, but in this in the movie, it was like nobody believed in her. Nobody believed in her. Why don't you just stay home with the kids? And then, like, she like was the ex you know executive. <laughs> made a fucking mop, dude. That's what always cracks me up. Is like people, like you know, we put thought into things, and like we we're really digging it. Those smiley face sponges are, are like a billion dollar company. Pet rocks. Yeah, yeah, but pet rocks was like old school money. Like those smiley face sponges are like. Uh, uh, they made like a, literally a billion fucking dollars. Have you seen them? You probably have them. No, I'm gonna look them up right now. This Smiley awesome. face sponges, dude. They're worth, they're like a million fucking dollars. Like I I kid you not. It was a uh, I think I think it was on Shark Tank too. Oh yeah, I've seen it. I've seen this before. It doesn't make me happy to see it though. It's not like I was thinking about suicide and then I saw the smiley face sponge. Scrub daddy, fucking scrub daddy. By the way, I got the I got the getter chat up over here on my other monitor. So when I look over here, I'm looking at what people are saying. We got hard hat intellectual in here. He was banned from Twitter today, and he was on my podcast yesterday. He was what was he banned for? Um, well, he uh, he he had an old account that was banned years ago or some time ago for ban evasion, but he'd never had an account prior to that, and they banned his new account, which had twenty six thousand followers for ban evasion because they banned his old account for ban evasion which it wasn't guilty of. So it's what? just fucker, just fuckery. That's why I told him that's why Getter. I think his Getter following doubled today. Um, he went from like 1000 followers to 2000. I think he might be above he's, that now. I don't know. He's totally worth a follow by the way. Like yeah. Guy. His name, his name is at hard hat beast and he's a hard hat intellectual. So he's just a guy. He's like, you know, he pours concrete and he has read all the philosophers. And I can tell you from speaking with him that he is well-versed and not full of shit. <laughs> I'm surprised, by the way, a lot of people are shocked that I've never been suspended from Twitter. I've never been suspended from Twitter. I was shocked. Yeah, I asked you about that the first time you came on the show. There was a, by the way, I'm addicted to cough drops, so don't mind me. Uh, but, um, oh, addictions are so pathetic. They, you know, it's the work. I love them. I fucking love them. Anyway, oh, oh, wait. 
Mimo2526, I don't know where this, I think this is from uh, YouTube, says, I love Mike Kincaid. You got your fucking Thomas Kincaid. That's going to be worth money one day. You hang on to that for another 40 years. It's going to be worth something. It's like Bitcoin. Yeah. Did he paint a light post on the back? Because he used to paint light posts. Those were the expensive fucking ones. Oh, there's a painting uh, on the painting. But no, I I, uh, I was suspended for no reason for 12 hours when uh, the January 6th stuff happened. And um, they took it off my record. And I've never been suspended for anything. I, that's what, like, I had a big talk when I when I talk with, like, Jason Miller and Kaylin and stuff from Getter. They're like, how have you not been banned? And I'm like, I don't, like, I, I know what the rules are. And I follow them very, very, like, I'm right on that line. But I mm. never violate anything. If I yeah. make a, uh, a claim about something, like, I usually turn it in the form of a question. That's why I ask questions all the time. And people are like, why are you asking questions? It's like, because I don't get suspended for asking questions, dipshit. Yeah, see, so I got a 12-hour suspension. And I'm the same way as you. I'm pretty good at towing the line. Yeah. I got a 12-hour suspension because I ran a poll in which I said, which race is inferior? And I listed the races. And I will tell you that overwhelming number of responses were white, <laughs> like the, the white race is inferior. So my point was like, hey, the real racism is actually against white people in America. Yeah. Uh, and, racist, you know, yeah. You the point was well received by everyone except for Twitter support. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Fun time. Fun time. Oh, God. Was it how so, many people voted in that poll for you to get uh, to get tanked? 5,000? Did you get 5,000 votes? I can't remember how many it was. It was early on in my account. I didn't have that many followers at the time. But it was, it was like the most responses I'd had to that point. I think it was in the a thousand range at least. I can't remember, but yeah, I just try to avoid that stuff. Um, and you know, obviously, not calling people any names uh, directly. That's the thing too. Yeah. Don't do that unless it's something <laughs> generic. Right, right. You can't. Yeah, even I've heard of people getting banned for calling people morons. What? Really? Yeah. Or 12 hours, not like suspended, you know. But I, called a guy, I called a journalist a dumb fuck like 75 times the other day. Like every time he responded to me, I used dumb fuck more in the responses back. Yeah. Nothing. I've been, I make donations to the ARC nonprofit on behalf of people. And then I sent, take a screenshot. So ARC is the uh, Association for Retarded Citizens. It was made. You're not allowed to say that. They changed the name. Now it's just the, it's just the acronym. Like it's a word. Yeah, it's just ARC, but I make the donations to it. And then I link to the Wikipedia page with a screenshot of uh, um, the donation in their name. <laughs> so it'll be like, you know, five Chase Geyser donated $5 on behalf of at Tim runs his mouth to the arc. And then I link to the arc and they write where they pulled up and see. <laughs> you should be like, I hope they, um, I hope they give you some more um, like bubbles to fill. Cause that's what they do. A lot of times at the arc, the, the people who work there are, they do the bubbles for the 25 cent candy machines and toy machines. Oh, really? They Makes clean sense. and then they do that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. My I uncle, actually didn't know. Was that popular? Yeah, my uncle. My uncle was. Uh, well, I only know about it because he's like mentally handicapped or whatever. And I'm sorry uh, I mean, that. Can't do anything about it. I mean, you know, like he lives a good life, but uh, <laughs> he used to be a part. He used to go to the Bark Center, and I'm like, when they changed it to the Ark, I'm like, you guys are very st stupid. I wish there was a word for it. Like, <laughs> obviously, you can't even come up with anything created, creative. Like, I mean, like you can't be like like helping hands or something instead of like you know keeping the acronym that you're trying to avoid yeah Stupid. yeah i yeah that, that that's a big mistake this whole like rebranding thing is it seems to be impossible for all these major institutions like the republican party's had a really hard time rebranding and it took like a real shock with the trump factor to kind of make it happen to to a certain extent it's rebranding. It well i think so because i think that um 
it's not rebranded in the eyes of the left, but I think it's rebranded in the eyes of Republicans. I don't, I don't think so. You don't? No, I think it's the same fuckers. Yeah, I think you're right. It's the same people, but like the the major issue for the Republican Party like 15 years ago was voting against gay marriage, and they were branded as like this evangelical, dogmatic. Carl you know. Rove pushing. Yeah, yeah, and now I think that like now it's the party that you know if if in words only advocates for for freedom and free speech, which was traditionally something of the left. They all, they're almost switching to a certain extent. Uh, and and the and working class people is the other thing too that they represent. Yeah, Democrats yeah. always represented, but uh, we've just learned recently that they hate working class people. So they yeah. absolutely do with the truckers and everything. And didn't Ottawa freeze the bank account for the convoy? Uh, yeah, they, yeah. And then, uh, give send go apparently is finding other ways to get the money to them, which is kind of fun. Good. Yeah. Probably using Bitcoin. Yeah. They're, so. they're doing it all with, uh, what's his name? Thomas Mc, Mc... Kincaid paintings. That's how they're yeah, going yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. to like, it's like transferring the, um, Nazi gold out of Germany back in the day. They were like, you know, the Polish. What did people. they do? What did they do? What? I never heard that story about the Nazi gold. Wasn't there? There was some story I read in middle school or elementary school. Somebody's going to know this about these like kids that were like skiing over a hill and they were transferring the gold out or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Somebody's got to know this. Man, I don't know. This is some. I remember this story specifically, and I'm like, what? I believe it's true. I mean, they certainly they must have had gold. All the currencies were. Well, I don't know about all the currencies, but gold-backed currencies were certainly much more common before the 1950s. Which you know is almost sounds just as ridiculous as just printing paper anyway you can just pick an what? element and be like yeah if you really think about like from the fifty thousand foot level like if you're looking in from like as an alien looking at this yeah. like, oh we back why does to anybody why does anybody give a fuck about gold like we found yellow pretty... shiny shit and we were like we're gonna base all of our currency on yellow shiny shit like why was it that yellow shiny shit? well i think it's because it was kind of hard to find so there was like there wasn't a concern for inflation Thank God we don't live in a world with Pokemon. We could base it off of like, like living Pokemon. Be like we we based our money off of Pikachu or something. Think about how uh, ridiculous this is. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I know that's like a little. It's a shame hard hat intellectual isn't uh, weighing in on this, but like, it's it's all just like so we looked so oogabugas in our history, smart oogabugas in our history looked at this and went, oh, shiny, valuable, hard to find, base money off of. Yeah. And, you know, like when you think about total economic collapse, you, one would think that gold would be the last thing you're worried about. People would be like trading canned food and maybe ammunition, you know. Those. I, but uh, if you look at these, like if you look at like throughout history, even when, when, when we were like in fiefdoms and shit, like ancient Egypt where everybody was a slave, gold was still highly coveted. I mean, look at like, yeah, even now, like look at, so look at engagement rings, right? So like women are hard up for like the a real diamond they don't want it made in a lab it's got to be a real diamond like certain women i'm obviously never getting engaged after this conversation but like uh you know it's like what you want to make sure that like children died mining these like i want actual blood and death on my diamonds i don't want them coming out of a right right i want diamonds that a soul went into and i want i only want to eat food that once had a soul (laughs) yeah yeah like there's like a lot of like there's a lot of weird shit a lot of like weird like you know, stuff that we just accept that's like, what? <laughs> like, who cares? Yeah. It's a fucking rock. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I just don't have value on that. And, I, and and I'm the weirdo that's got like, you know, like I have like toys and stuff that I like. And like, I'm, I'm actually like selling off a lot of my old childhood toys now. Like I, I saved them all. I was, I'm still a super geek. 
And uh, I'm like, people spend a lot of money on dumb shit that I have collecting dust. I should make money on that. I have, I've had a toy collector on the show and I'd be happy to put you in touch with him because I think he would buy um, a lot of your shit. Well, he'd buy it for a low price and then try to flip it. Mm, I know he actually keeps the shit. Oh, really? I think so. Like, because he, he, he owns like a contracting company. That's how he makes money. He doesn't make money off the toys. He just buys the toys. He was showing me his Trump dolls and shit. They were hilarious. I have a thing. My face is itchy as shit tonight, by the way. I'm not on coke. Um, just, just scratch that face, bro. And I have like a weird, I look at uh, an old, like a wonky, you know, I, I, I care about serious conversations. I have a, a, a wonky like hair on my eyebrow. You ever have one of these wonky hairs on your eyebrow? Yeah, I've got a calic on my eyebrow. You can kind of see it. Yeah. We're like, yeah. We're, I'm like an old Jewish man now. And I have like, just, I've made it to the point that just hair canceled. is ears, nose. Hashtag canceled. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, anyway, so, yeah, I have I have stuff. So I have all these. There was a company called Master Replicas, and they never sold their shit at like full price, and so that's why they ended up going out of business. But they had all the rights to like all the Men in Black stuff and the Muppets and everything else. And so I used to buy all their stuff when it was on clearance for like ninety nine bucks, and it's all worth like two and three thousand dollars a piece now. And I'm like, why am I keeping this? Some people invest in the in an in index fund. And other people buy Thomas Kincaid and fucking toys and they make way more. <laughs> I like how you like your whole investment portfolio is like bourbon and toys. Pretty much the bourbon. I, I tell you what, the bourbon portfolio right now, uh, I've had some offers for stuff and I'm like, eh. and, yeah. and I realize like it's, it's not quite reached its peak yet. You're not quite ready. I like Mimo on YouTube is like, uh, Oh dude, I have Alf. Uh, is it Jasla? Jala, Jala J. I have an Alf, man. I got an old stuffed Alf. I kept that one. I'm not selling that shit. I'm keeping that. One. You got? I got people in uh in the Getter chat that are pissed off that you blocked them. <laughs> Tim blocked me. Well, suck my dick. You probably <laughs> um, and so suck my dick, Getter chat. I had a guy call into the radio once and and complain that I blocked him on Twitter. Yeah. And I kept him on air. I remember it was one of the like, it's like two years ago or something. And nobody ever did this again. They called up and he was, and I go, you do realize as, as an adult male, you just called another adult male speaking in front of like 500,000 people to whine that the adult male isn't paying attention to you. You don't even know me. I just want you to yeah. think about that for a second. And, and the dude was really quiet and I go, all right, well, you have a good day. And then the yeah, next yeah. Time, they were bought, they were like howling, laughing. <laughs> that is hysterical. Um, uh, if I, I got blocked, blocked by Cernovich. Clarify, if you're in Getter right now, if I blocked you, it's because you're a cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> I got blocked by by Cernovich, man, and I don't know why. And I sent him a message from my other Twitter account for the podcast. Mm -hmm. and I said, hey, man, I don't know why you blocked me. You probably had good reason. I probably said something stupid. Mindset. But I was like, please unblock me because it's such a pain in the ass for me to open an incognito window to see the tweets that everybody retweets. <laughs> and I never heard back. But I wish he would unblock me. That's cool. It's block people whose name starts with C for no reason. Gorilla mindset. Did you ever read his book? No. Gorilla mindset sounds That's good. That's the name of his, he's had it years ago. I don't know what that book. Oh, about. Cernovich. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that he came out with that documentary, hoax or something. Who gives a fuck? Uh, but like, yeah, I don't know. He a, he's got gorilla mindset. That's that's where it begins and ends. I don't even know what it is. Probably about like, just get out there and hump women for fifteen seconds, get it over with move on, eat some bananas. Yeah. 
bang on the glass if you're at the zoo, scare little kids. Man, I feel like everybody right. I feel like everybody writes a book, and ninety nine out of a hundred of them could have just been like a fucking two thousand word essay. <laughs> That's what I felt. Yeah, I um, well, I did a book a couple of years ago that uh, did pretty well, and it was called "I Hate Republicans, I Hate Democrats," and it was like it was a series of essays that I threw together, like kind of like piled them together. And everyone was like, the first couple of chapters where you described being in the filth that was the women's march, that was amazing. And then it like took a different tone. And I was like, yeah, it went kind of academic after that. So what happened was just like publishers like, hey, you need 280 pages. And you're like, fuck. Well, no, I had no problems writing it. I, I It was an easy one. But uh, yeah, fuck that guy. We'll talk about that publisher off air. Uh, but uh, I will never. You should just always self-publish books. Yeah, there's no there's no need for a publishing company anymore. And they won't even publish your book unless you already have a following. So it's like, yeah. well, then why the fuck do I need to work with a publisher to promote the book if you're going to promote it to my audience? You know what's amazing is um, the publisher happened to just spend the exact amount of money that was supposed to come my way for the 50-50 rep share on the back end I took on the book. It was amazing. Oh, so thousands of copies. And it just so happened that the number worked out perfectly that I made no money on the book. I'll never do it again. That sucks. Did you fucking get involved? Did you get a lawsuit? No, I just, uh, I ruined them with a bunch of people. They lost a lot of deals. Oh, that... you know, what am I going to do? They're, look, dude, when you, when you have like man hours, when you bill like that, it's their word against mine. And they're going to be like, no, see, Stephanie checked, you know, a hundred hours of editing or whatever. You know, it's going to be some bullshit. It's impossible to prove. That's my, my law degree comes into play there. So I just, uh, I told a bunch of people who really enjoyed the book on Capitol Hill and this company lost a lot of business. Um, I'm trying to find this fucking video, dude, because I want to show you this guy's fucking Trump doll. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I have it. I have it somewhere. I'll, I'll send it. I guess I'll have to just send it to you later. I want to see. How can I see the... Uh, I have to pull up the actual feed on Getter to see people crying, right? So, yeah. So, if you go to, like, my Getter profile, I got you it. can just yeah click to watch and you'll want to mute it. And then you can see the thread. Yeah, he's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's good stuff, man. Yeah, uh, you, you won't be able to see the old chats, and you know you'll see all the new ones yeah. as they come in. Oh so. no! So all the um, all the the hyper pussy stuff that happened before I got in here about people saying that about like I don't get listen if I blocked you, it's because it, there is a reason. It's because you're a cocksucker. His name's just Demosthenes, and he said Tim had to block me because he's not very smart. And then, like, we talk shit about him. And then he goes, I'm not pissed. Very happy about it. <laughs> that's why he's talking about it. Right. That's why he's talking about it. Again, you're an adult. Who gives a fuck? Like, if you're a headache, I hit the block button. I don't. Yeah. Why don't you just hit mute, though? Because I don't want to give anybody the satisfaction of knowing that I blocked them. Oh, and Getter, I think it's it's fun to block people on Getter. Okay. I had a woman call me a pedophile for, um, I think she ended up getting banned for something else on Getter, but. For like two days, she was a QAnon person that said that she was representing the international, hold on, the um, Intergalactic Federation of Light, and that JFK Sr. was the head of it. And I was like, you're a loon. And she called me that a bitch is, She's private messaged me before on Twitter. Has she? I, yeah, she has. Are you part probably because she saw you, she saw you on my podcast or something, or she follows you. You know, that's probably what happened. And then she messaged me too. The Galactic Federation of Light. I was once told that I was um, part of the uh, the New World Order. I was number two of the New World Order by a crazy woman. 
Well, first wow. I was I was the leader of it, and then um, she realized that some like actual Trump person who was in the administration followed her, and she was like, "He's the leader of it." And I sent him all of the messages, like, and I was like, "Hey, dude, did you know that you're the head of the new world order?" <laughs> we became I, really good friends. I, I had a QAnon woman. She's a real sweet, nice woman. Um, I had her on my podcast, um, and she went on this tirade about the Freemasons for like several minutes. And I, you know, I waited for her to finish and I was like, I'm a Freemason. <laughs> she's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you're wrong about all the stuff you said, but you're definitely wrong about that. It's a bunch of dudes eating spaghetti on Thursday night in a dilapidated building. <laughs> have the clues for the national treasure. Don't we know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That whole Freemasonry thing, man, it, it was a really cool experience, but it's, it's sad because that fraternity, like all the all the ceremonies and stuff are, are so cool and amazing, but like nobody fucking joined in the boomer generation. It was like all the World War II vets joined and then the boomers all skipped. And so it's like struggling right now nationwide uh, to have to get membership. But it's like it's all there, man. It's It would be like if it would be like it's like it's like if you hang this the Mona Lisa up in a closet. It's like the secret that nobody like even thinks to. I mean, it's like really easy to get into. You just start showing up to a lodge and you apply and you pay like two hundred bucks and you're in. It's not like this weird secret society. I do, it. do they have metal necklaces and stuff that look like Klingons? Uh, you can. Most of the guys wear rings if they're going to wear any stuff like that. I don't think I've ever seen a guy wear any Masonic symbol symbolism like on a necklace. Well, I mean, I'm I'm number two of the new but world. A so lot of a lot of lapel pins, you know, shit like that. You'll see, and um, and Masonic rings, really ugly ties with square and compasses all over them, shit like that. That's awesome. Uh, by the yeah. way, Mimo Mimo on YouTube says, uh, "Trust the plan." Yeah, no, totally. That's what that's what, what, that's what set off this lady. Uh, about I think Planned Parenthood should fucking make that their slogan. Jeez. If they may trust the plan, they're slower than that. Would, that would fuck with so many QAnons. I, um, so the, I, I like, so what set this lady off on me was she was like, you know, Q's been right about stuff. And I go, of course he was. Who could forget the military tribunals and Trump's second inauguration? I was there. And that's when it, like, she just lost it. I mean, it's, it was clearly, I think it was a total fake out from the left to try to get to see what lunatics would follow along. You know, you could be right. Uh, did you ever take the time to watch the, um, no, uh, you didn't watch the HBO series. Okay. Gotcha. Um, the reason I wanted to ask is because I am convinced that it was probably multiple people that were, um, Q over the course of the years that he was posting. And I think it was mostly Ron Watkins. They liked me. I was in multiple Q drops. Yeah, yeah. I, well, there's a lot of good people in the Q movement. I think they were just misled. I wasn't in the movement. I was just in drop. Like, I all of a sudden one yeah. day I get like a five thousand followers on Twitter, and they'd be like, "Q sent me," and I'm like, "All right, I make yeah. dick jokes." So <laughs> like, that should be that should just credit the Q right then and there. It was like, yeah, and also follow Tim Young because he's. There was a Q YouTuber that posted my Let's Go Brandon video while I was doing the world record live and all the Telegram people came over. It's like, I, yeah, Q sent me type shit. I remember seeing him in the chats. That, tell you what, though, they, that, that whole movement, I mean, whoever Q was or whoever was behind it really rallied the troops. I hope he got a lot of money out of shirts. Do you think, do you think they're behind one of the T-shirt sale places? Like they got to have they had to cash in, right? I think the people that made money were the were the. Um, the true believers that made YouTube channels 
and merch. I think somebody, I somebody had, I mean, you're not doing that. At some point when you realize you have like, you know, a couple hundred thousand followers, you're not, not cashed in, right? That's true. But Joe Biden is president of the United States. So that could have been incentive enough. Yeah. You know, like if you think that the Q, if you, if you consider the fact that maybe the Q movement in some ways sabotaged the uh, election true. in favor of Biden, you know? That's true. I don't know. Really well. eh. Anyway, so who's Ron Watkins? I don't know. I, I don't pay attention. To I, I, avoid, I don't have time to watch QAnon videos, like even like stuff exposing them. I could care less. Do you like Joe Rogan? I do. Then just listen to the Joe Rogan episode with the guy who made the docuseries. That'll uh-huh. save you time. It'll only take you two hours instead of nine or whatever. Instead of nine. Yeah. yeah dude, Rogan's, I, you know what? It's, it's crazy to me that like Rogan's like a smart uninformed guy and then when he is informed about things you can tell and like he's like leading people with questions that's true i think he's got issues that he's passionate about and then then he's like okay what the fuck because i looked into that you know he asks legitimate questions and then legitimate follow-up questions which so in any other time in history i almost feel like what he does is unremarkable i think what i do is unremarkable and because so few people do what we do, it makes us popular. And, and Joe Rogan in particular, because he's got a large enough platform that it grew exponentially because he's like the only guy and he's not even a journalist. He's the only guy that asks follow-up questions and he won't let people get away from things. And like, he, he goes like, wait, no, that wasn't an answer. Keep going. You know, like the Sanjay Gupta thing. And, and, and I think that like, that should not be remarkable, but that's where we are. And I'm, I'm glad that he's doing it. And I'm glad he's successful from it. But, it, you know, it's one of those things. Well, and he never lies. He might get shit wrong, but he's not a liar. Yep. And I think that with like social, even with, obviously with corporate media, nobody trusts it. But even with social media influencers, you see, I see shit that I'm like, that person doesn't really believe that. Like, I don't want to talk any shit about somebody I don't know. But an example is I'm highly skeptical of Charlie Kirk. And I think selling gold today, by the way. What'd you say? Eddie Johnson's out there selling gold today. Who? Benny Johnson. Benny Johnson. Who's that? The turning point guy. Who okay. Yeah. That whole turning, like that whole turning point thing. That's like exploiting the Christian stuff. Like the, it, 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 it approaches televangelism to me. It, it comes off like that to me. Yeah. Benny is Johnson. It, is he on Twitter? I think I follow him. But like, that's like, I'm giving him a free advertisement there, but like he's selling gold stuff now. Like, come on. Everybody fucking sells gold. You can get gold anywhere. I don't, I don't yeah. like, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I just don't, what am I? But when Alex Jones sells silver coins, it's fucking hilarious. Cause he's selling an ounce of silver, which is worth $25 for 125 bucks. And it's just got Ooh. like his own logo on it. And he's like, I know there's a great markup, but we need the money. InfoWars, this could be the last Christmas at InfoWars.com. That dude. So, you know, my history with him. I don't. Is in 2010, 2011, I wrote copy. I was a ghostwriter. I did copywriting, one of my first digital marketing jobs for a competitive company to his prepper company. And we were like neck and neck in the industry for selling like freeze-dried corn. Yeah, I I bought bought six months worth of his shit. I never felt bad for selling food, but I I refused to work on things that were like, there's a spice that will help you lose weight and cure cancer, and it's cinnamon. And I'm like, what? And there was stuff, literally, there was stuff I used to write. I was like, I'm not doing that, guys. And it's cinnamon. 
Have you, do you know, know? Have you read the studies on the health benefits of cinnamon? People who eat cinnamon every day are less likely to die of AIDS. Yeah, it's like what? <laughs> but that was like that was one of the things, and like I think one of the guys I was working with, I didn't follow up, but like I think he ended up in jail for making false oh, medical right. claims. That's great. But that's like the line that they tell, you know, like brain force plus and low low testosterone drops or whatever they sell and all that shit. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, penis enlargement pills. It's all in the same category of penis enlargement pills. You got to keep the lights on though, right? Like what, how, how could Alex do it better? Like what would be a better way for him to take donations or something to a subscription service? Doesn't he do a subscription service? I don't know. I know his content's free. I watch it. He's got a Roku app and we watch uh, Infowars all the time on the Roku. I don't believe everything he says, but I really enjoy his, his material. He's very entertaining. Yeah. I've never really watched. I, honestly, I don't think I've ever seen a full show. There's like people, there are characters that I encountered in the past couple of months that I'd never heard of before and like that are like controversial on stuff. Like there's this dude that I just uh, found out because he interacted with me one night on Getter uh, called Nick Fuentes. And I'm like, Oh, you didn't know about Nick? No, I, I just and then I did a little bit of research and I asked him a question because he was like creating all these uh, accounts just to get banned. He'd like go and get her. Right. Drop the it's not really a free speech platform. Yeah. Yeah. Like the fact that people were dying on the hill of saying the N word. I'm like, yeah, God, I'm not on your team, folks. But like I, I, I asked him a question back because he said something about free speech. And I'm like, hey, and I like did a little bit of digging on him and I, like real quick. I was like, you know, interacting because I saw that he was like blowing up everywhere sure um that night and i was like what do you gain like it's one thing to get banned from something for like doing something like say like hard hat intellectual like you got banned like that wasn't that's not like him, on them but like it's one thing right. to get banned for like actually doing something significant and contributing to society but like you actually seem like someone who just shows up and says whatever offensive things you can to get banned and then claim that you're banned and more things like what's your goal here like what's your ultimate goal like what's and he never responded because it's yeah. like I think a lot of people want to be outraged by it and uh and and go back and forth with him and and that's what builds up the thing but it's like what's your goal like i mean anybody can show up like if i wanted to right now i could get booked on fox or cnn or one of those things and drop all sorts of offensive things get canceled and then have a bigger i've been canceled by more things than nick fuentes like that's not hard to do it's just like why and then there are people who humor it like people who are like f level e-level podcasters that like humor it and bring him onto their show regularly and and i'm like why give him the the platform because it's not he's not doing anything significant i'd rather have like a random trucker who was in this protest than a mm -hmm. nick Ford. like like somebody who is like the like 190,000th truck or whatever that joins the protest is more significant and has done more for culture than that character and and i just i don't understand i mean we're talking about him now but i'm talking about him because it's like such a headache right and it's like what are you doing and why are people following this well, like, he is, he's ex explicitly uh, anti-Semitic. And so he, his oh, audience is actually white nationalist. Well, I he mean, wouldn't get along with me. Right. So I'm not throwing, so, you know, obviously the left throws around white supremacy all the time, very, very loosely, basically anybody who's white's a white supremacist, but Nick Fuentes is actually a white supremacist in the true nature of the term as it was used up until the last five years. Don't you fucking so, think that when you realize that like there are actually still white supremacists out there? No, that doesn't bother me. I hate. Well, it, it bothers. Pathetic. Me. They, they don't have any leverage. I know, but it bothered me because my favorite dive bar that I used to go to in my town here. Um, did I tell you the story, Chase? I can't go to my favorite I dive think, bar anymore. Yeah, because it's a the white nationalists started showing up. Nazis. 
fucking nonsense on their bikes. And I'm like sitting outside having a good bourbon, like on a sunny day. And, and that's what, that's what bothered me is that was like my favorite part. I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah. I'm the guy that's like, there's only 12 Nazis left in America. And like, you know, nobody, they're unemployable and yada, yada, yada. And they all show up to this one bar that I really liked. Like, you know, I I don't. Yeah. Hitler didn't even drink boys. What the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. And I've never seen a Nazi with a shaved head until 1993. Really? I mean, well, like, why are they skinheads? Like, know. none of the real Nazis shave their heads. Uh, that's true. It's like, this is this is our spin on it. Because Neo, it's new. They're new to it. They have to. <laughs> they're all old balding guys, and they got to shave it off. I guess. I guess. But the Nazis were all old dudes, and they weren't bald because their jeans were. And they dressed nice too. They had Hugo Boss. Yeah, people nice don't realize suits. that. How come Hugo hasn't been canceled? And and wasn't it like Volkswagen and, and Hugo Boss? Yeah, uh, well, Hitler, his car was a Mercedes-Benz. Oh. So I, I'm sure Volkswagen made did, did work for the Nazi party, don't get me wrong, but then Mercedes was his his wagon. I mean, yeah, like I've never, that's the thing. Uh, white nationalist Nazis, they never have like a good spokesperson. Like, you know, if they had like, a dude in Last a... one was Hitler. He was the only one that could do it. <laughs> he was the only one that pulled through. I mean, Charles Manson was there too, right? Wasn't he a, a white nationalist? Or did he was just crazy? Uh, I mean, he put the swastika on his forehead, but I don't think he was actually a white nationalist. I think he was just nuts. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what, I mean, I, that's why when I look at like the stuff, like I don't even, I still don't know what a groiper is. I don't know I, what a groiper is. They, they, they just yell it. But like there's, it's very it's much like groper. <laughs> yeah. It's just very interesting to me to see like that people humor that behavior just in general. Like it'd be one thing if, I mean, no, there's not any, there's no one thing. I, I just don't understand like what, what anyone humoring that type of behavior is. Like I can go get, I can go get thrown out of anything. You can too. We can go get thrown out of like, we could be the most thrown out of bars people in America. If we walked yeah, up. Getting bars. censored is the easiest fucking thing to do in 2022 in the United States. show up and spit at bartenders and get thrown out. And you and I could have that to claim, you know, like there's no, like, fuck these people. God, it's like, it's like when you have nothing significant. I rank him, and this is uh, here we go. Here's a good debate. Um, glad we had a form after the show. I rank him with the uh, conservative influencers from Turning Point USA who uh, are like, "Look at me in a bikini, and I can shove a gun in my butthole." On Instagram, same thing. That's actually the only content they make that I like. <laughs> it really, it's like I'm really sweating. Right now. I was on a call the other day. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. I was on this this group. <laughs> call with a senator and they were like we want influencers on a call and i'm like cringe i'll do it though because it was a, a big senator why didn't they call me <laughs> well they should have no they actually should have because i was like looking at the list because it was a zoom and you could see you know who's a top on the top and one of these chicks i had never heard of before so it was like me and like there was a couple other pretty like a couple of lawyers and stuff that you are probably familiar with on the call and there was this person and I'm like, who is this? Cause she looks like a smoke show. Like, I'm like, boy, she's probably smart. Why would they bring her on here? And I'm, I'm doing the, and she's like a bikini, whatever that has like one fifth of the followers I do for like shaking her ass and putting sweaty pictures up of herself. Like at least do better. But um, I'm just like, why, why is she here? Like, what is she going to contribute to this? What does she contribute to the conversation at all? Just yeah. Well, what's, what's really stupid about that as somebody who knows about social media advertising, because it's what I do is that the only value that a person like that brings is that they have an audience that, that sees their content. 
mm-hmm. but they don't actually have any influence because they're not contributing anything other than sexy pictures, right? And so, like, it's like, why doesn't the GOP realize that they can just advertise to that person's audience without actually having to use that person at all? Like, have an influencer on that, like, people actually listen to their podcasts or read their books or read their Substack, right? Like, because then if you get that person to publish and comment, then you're actually changing the culture and, and the behavior within it. But if that smoking hottie in the bikini, you know, pushes for or against the Patriot Act, nobody's going to give a fuck. They're just going to want to see more titty pics, right? What did I say the other day? Hold on. I messaged somebody about this because I was in a mood the other day when I was on this call. And I'm going to go through mine. I feel free to free. Uh, it's, this is a great live when I'm going through my phone. Okay, that's uh, fine. I'll, I'll, I can recite poetry. Here we go. Here we go. I was just, I kept sending messages to this one person and I go, thirst traps, th- thirst traps made me change my mind on abortion policy. We need more of them, said no one ever. I sent that. And, uh, and her second amendment position is uh, where she shoves her gun in between her asshole. Um, that's what like, I just never understand. And these are like, this is your turning point convention. Hey, I got a logo made. I got a graphic made. I'm a special guest at Turning Point. Okay, cool. Yeah. That, that, they, they ruined the rep for me when they kicked Brandy Love out. You want to talk about somebody who could actually move the needle and has money to contribute to moving the needle and like whatever? And it's uh, ironic because she's famous for actually showing her ass and tits. And she actually kid moved the needle because she's not a fucking dumbass. And she actually has you know interesting things to say. We've talked about that too because... Uh, uh, you and I, I think, have talked about that because it's like they don't support porn at Turning Point. And they threw her out, but they were able to recognize her. Yeah, yeah, that's Brandy How's Love. That? We got to kick her How's out right happen? now. How's that happen? How'd you know? She wasn't dressed. She didn't say Brandy Love porn star. Yeah, yeah. You just so. Happened. You remember that time that we went to that bar in Dallas and you got recognized by a fan? It was the hotel down the street. Yeah, yeah, hotel bar. Yeah. At what point in your career as an influencer did you start getting recognized in public? I used to get recognized in DC all the time. So I was on TV. I'm not, I'm not like, I hate the term influencer. I know me too, but that's, Um, sorry. But like TV and radio, I used to get recognized in DC all the time. Like when I did stand up, I I used to be a, pretty regular in the places around DC doing standup. And I would get recognized in the streets for that. Cause you know, a bunch of people local would see me and then, um, when I did Fox five. So what was kind of crazy to me. So I had a deal with Fox five, DC, um, WTTG for like two years. And when I would walk around DC, like everybody who watches uh, Fox five is black. I had a ton of black fans, like tons, like people wouldn't think like, Oh, he's a conservative, blah, blah, blah. So people don't No, Let me tell you something. Uh, black people are ultra conservative. I don't know how the Republicans have lost that connection with them because everything I said political commentary wise on TV, I would get stopped regularly in DC by folks. And I'd have long conversations with them because I don't know how to interact with people when they, uh, well, at least I've, I've been able to shorten it now, but like, I, I feel very grateful when people recognize me. So, um, but I would hang out and talk policy with people for a while and they agree with me on everything. Yeah. That's an interesting thing about the black community that has, that doesn't really come up. If you think, I mean, they're, they're totally culturally opposed to all this fucking, um, uh, uh, gender identity shit going on. Every, every uh, community of color, I think that's the right term we're supposed to use, uh, is more conservative than white people. That's true. And everybody advocating all this minority shit is always some white chick. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. And, and it's, it's Elizabeth, it's Karen's. Yeah. Yeah, no. And, and the thing is, like, and it's, you know, even like, like family values, um, second, everything. Everything is 
every like I know all of my uh, Hispanic friends are ultra conservative, even if they don't vote that way. All my like the black people that I've encountered. So, you know, I was trained as a public defender in Baltimore City and I interacted with a lot of folks there and uh, and in D.C. And they were conservative except for who they voted for. Made no sense. How do we fix it? I don't think it's fixable because of who we keep putting into office. There's nobody real that we put in office. I think Trump was the right direction to fix it because like he was, he spoke to normal human beings, but all the other politicians that we have, including DeSantis, who I like his policy and he's witty and stuff, but he's still political class and he's too polished. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's having somebody who's mouthy like me get in office and then you start to connect with people. But um, we don't have that on the Republic. I can't think of anybody. I mean, <clears throat> Bobert, yeah. The left did a really good job of tanking Marjorie Taylor Greene because she was a threat. Because she so just what are your thoughts on what are your what are your thoughts on her? I have mixed feelings. Gaspacho? Is that I don't understand the reference. Like Gestapo the other day, she said Gaspacho. I thought that was kind of oh. But like what it was really, is Aleppo. <laughs> well, listen, like I like that the left jumped all over her saying Gaspacho when the guy in the White House like fucks up every other word that he says and can't like complete a sentence. And it's like okay. no shit. Good point. Um, like you can't even like get close to it. Uh, I, so personally, I like her. I don't know. I, I think we need to have mouthy people. I don't have, I don't have a problem with her. Like I, I the Jewish space laser thing was a little, uh, you know, crazy. Um, but like, she's a very kind person, very personable. Um, I just she, she I, seems kind of like an AOC though in the sense that like she gets all the media coverage but she actually doesn't have any any significant power in legislation right like she AOC hasn't really done jack shit since she's been elected except for get on you know the news and trend my problem is that like with when my when I have opinions on people a lot of times uh, I've interacted with them enough that I've I, I know who I'm dealing with and like you know from advertising but um, I ran a marketing firm and trained as a litigator uh, have a psychology degree and did stand up. And so my entire career has been reading people. And when I meet somebody, if I think they're nice, even if they're crazy, I kind of still go like, Oh, you're nice. Um, yeah. and if you're an asshole, you're an asshole, even if you're like the, you know, the, the savior of the world or whatever, you know, like it's, it's one of those things. So like my, I have personal feelings about Marjorie Taylor green and they're good. I just, I just think she's a very nice person and like for her, but, but then again, I get skewed because I'm viewed as an influencer. And so people may behave differently around me. Like I know when I worked at uh, Fox 5 in DC to go back to that, um, I was friends with most of the producers because I just, I believe that producers are people you should be nice to because they determine, you know, what you do on television or radio and uh, to a point and then you go off on your own. But um, there were some on-air personalities who were assholes to these people and I didn't realize it. And I found out later on from them. And it's, it's because they were very kind to me because they viewed me as on air and like higher ranking. Like a, there's like a hierarchy than like the mm. how dare you respect the plebes who, you know, push the buttons and tell you what to say on air. Um, so like that's, it's a very interesting, you know, I'm, I'm skewed on her. Do I think she's good for the party? Yes. Uh, because we need to have somebody who's mouthy and extreme on that end um, to, to counteract AFC. Even if they just cancel each other out, I think I'm fine with that. Let people be distracted by that. But uh, and but as a person, she's great. I, I, maybe I'm missing something. But um, but but the Jewish space laser thing was crazy. And, what did she uh, say about that? You're not I talking about when she got busted for comparing the Holocaust to COVID, right? It's a different. Yeah, story. but I mean, 
is that far off now? Like, I mean, it's like, you know, for a while they're like, oh my gosh, you know, uh, you know, they, they used to make them wear, you know, you doing the yellow star thing is disgusting. And it's like, we're showing papers like this started somewhere like the the hype the hyperbolic statement of that and and saying that should wake people up and it's worth the discussion yeah i mean you think about the nazis came into power in 1933 and i think auschwitz opened in 1942 because that was the year that joe biden was born and i happen to know that fact (laughs) um I was looking up. Here's the deal. He's so old. He's from the silent generation, only president from the silent generation. And the other day I went on on a tirade in my Google search, looking up all shit that was invented like around his birth, just to like make it abundantly clear how fucking old he is. Yeah. Like, like car air conditionings were invented 24 months before he was born. He was potty trained when Hitler died. He's old enough to remember seeing Hitler on TV. If he didn't have, you know, Alzheimer's. Yeah. yeah. Well, if he had a TV. Um, yeah. Wow. No, I, I forget what her whole thing was, but it was, it was something nutty. Uh, again, like I, here, let's see. And, and of course, like I'm looking at a Vox thing. Why conspiracy theorists always end up pointing fingers at Jews and why? Yeah. Okay. When people say this, when people use the term Jews and not Jewish people, it kind of makes me go like, doesn't feel yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's yeah, it's Um, it's a little coarse. Yeah, I'm not going to read this article, but uh, she likes some posts. Whatever, I don't care what people liked back in the day. Who gives a fuck? Do you think? Um, do you think that Justin Trudeau is Fidel Castro's son? (laughs) Give a fuck. Like he could. I'm going to ask if you. I'm going to ask if you give a fuck. Have you looked into it? Uh, he certainly looks like it. That's not that's not why I think it's 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 all the circumstantial evidence though that really really tips tips me over. Obsessed with Castro and like, yeah, and like in the in the vicinity of Cuba nine months before Justin Trudeau was born, and the fact that they were known they were known swingers, and uh, uh, there's like photographs of. I mean, I I, I did a whole thread earlier today about it, but I'm I'm like ninety percent of all the conspiracy theories that have ever existed. This is among the top three that I'm most confident in. Is that what is that what uh, got you to the Castro thing? Known swingers, because that's a good segue if that's like a connecting point. To Castro? No, no, no. Anyway, don't worry about it. Just do some Google. <laughs> Just do uh, okay. Mimo says they'll take a whole bunch of MTGs over Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell types. I, I would as well. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm so sick of the establish establishment Republican Party. I mean, Dude, how about like, um, what's his name? Uh, oh my god. One eye. Uh, oh, God. Uh, fucking Crenshaw. Crenshaw, yeah. The most He's myopic a, congressman in the history of Congress. Who yelled at that 12-year-old girl. Don't you For questioning his faith? Yeah. He's fucking... That guy. He won't do shit. Thank you, Mimo. Uh, <laughs> he won't do shit in Congress. But but he'll fucking yell at a 12... You're a 12-year-old girl. Look out. Here comes Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> like, what a man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he oh. thought it was Greta Thunberg. Uh, everyone who I know in Congress, who's a member of Congress, uh, says he's a dumb fuck. Did and you know he, that he? Did you know that his stock returns were like way better than uh, Nancy Pelosi's? Even he's retarded. Uh oh, I said it. Um, <laughs> he's because he is. The only reason he's famous is because Pete Davidson made fun of him on SNL. Mm-hmm. And Otherwise, he, and nobody he, would know who the fuck he is. He's got one eye. Yeah. By the way, the, the I, I think the, I think it's badass. That's my favorite thing about him. 
the eye the eye the eye patch thing is a shtick. Uh, before he used to have a um, glass eye all the time. He would do different glass eyes from what so I. So he started wearing the patch because it was cool. Mm-hmm. The glass eye can be distracting though because it it looks one direction the whole time. So when someone's looking around, it doesn't move. But he had like our Texas Rangers one and all. Like the thing was, like he's another one. I liked him and I liked Nancy Mace back in the day, and they're both fucking failures that are that are clowns. And then go, you know, she needs to go back to working at Waffle House. What has she done? Did you see what she did the other day? She didn't get the Trump endorsement. And so she went up to Trump Tower in New York and filmed a, a thing. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're supposed to represent uh, uh, South Carolina and you're going all the way the fuck up to New York to, uh, to, to record a, a little thing slamming Trump at Trump Tower. Like, what, what a waste. Because she didn't get an endorsement? That's a good way to guarantee she never gets an endorsement. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed that Trump didn't endorse Starbucks, though, in District 5 in Nashville, Tennessee. Did he correct that? I don't know if he did. I heard rumors that he did, but I never saw a source. I so um, I made some phone calls that morning, and I think everyone had already woken up at that point. Like that—that that was like you know a lot of social media people were posting on social media, and somebody's like, "Hey, can you post on social media about this?" And I'm like, "I made a phone call. Don't like." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is this? Like, who wasn't it? Like one of Pompeo's staffers or something that that he endorsed something stupid." It was somebody who actually had been in the Trump administration in some obscure position before. She's a pageant girl. Hey. Yeah. And she was Miss whatever state. They'll make a graphic uh, when she goes to uh, a turning point conference. Yeah. And so it's just like, it's really obvious that she's running because she wants to be a representative, not because she actually wants to represent the people. Mm-hmm. You know, she's pageant girl shit. Like she wants, she wants certificates and fucking ribbons and trophies and shit. Yay. Yeah. Where are we without pageants? How are they? St- how do they still exist? They suck. I've never really like, when's the last time you watched a pageant? My mom used to watch the pageants. I think that's, that's a middle-aged woman thing, but they used to be classier. Thomas Kincaid painted her lights on from six to seven tonight. we got to see what they're selling on QVC, what exclusives they have. And then we flip over right. to the USA pageant. Right. I actually went to a Miss USA. That's where I met Trump and Melania years ago. I met. I went when they were in Baltimore. I went to the really? Miss USA pageant and got into the ball, and uh, like they had a gala afterwards. And they were the nicest fucking people. Trump and Melania, or the pageant girls. Uh, Trump and Mel- well, the pageant girls were two actually. Um, most of them, but uh, Trump and Melania were uh, like Melania in particular, cool as shit. She talked to uh, my friend at the time that I took with me. It, was a, it helps to take a hot girl with you to the uh, to the Miss USA ball. Um, mm. And she talked to us for like 40 minutes. Melania cool. did? Yeah. That's 2,400 seconds. So, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Got it done. No, I, she, she, I mean, that was like, and that's, I, I've never had a complaint. Like again, like Trump was cool too. He came over and talked to us for a bit, but like, you know, he had to, he had to work the room cause he owned the place and that's what he does. And you know, takes pictures. Of him you but know, what was actually really good was that, um, that Netflix uh, miniseries on Trump. I forget what it was called, but it came out shortly after he was elected. Mm-hmm. Um, and they covered his whole entire life from the first project he ever did in New York, uh, to the moment that he announced his, the escalator moment. And, um, you know, it was a little biased because how could it not be just given who made it? But I thought it was actually pretty, pretty badass. They had a lot of people on 
the uh, on the show that were like big Trump supporters, like who knew him personally from having worked with them that weren't they weren't just Trump or voters. There was none of that. It was like, hey, this was his bodyguard or this was his chauffeur. And so they, they brought people on that actually knew him that had nice things to say. And so I thought it was a really cool approach. But I didn't realize how fucking smart he is as a business guy. Like I always kind of just wrote it off as the celebrity fluke thing, mm-hmm. you know? Like an Arnold, well, Arnold Schwarzenegger is talented in his own right, but it, you know, just like of course he's famous type thing, uh, just because of the nature of his personality. But no, 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 that guy is incredibly intentional and bright, and his career, regardless of his presidency, totally aside from his presidency, is remarkable, and it's something that only someone with intelligence and determination could accomplish. It was not a luck thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was outshining his dad like early in his career. People think his dad made him fucking famous. It's like, why? Then why wasn't his dad famous? I don't even remember his dad's first name. Yeah, no. Um, the only person who talks shit about him is Amarosa. I like Amarosa, who has admitted that he took her under his wing as his like mentee. Says that he's racist. That's like the the black woman from The Apprentice. Uh huh. Yeah, whatever. She's like, I was his mentee for years, and it's like. Okay, why would a racist, why would a racist, sexist, whatever, take a black woman, like take any time for her? What does it even mean to be racist? Yeah, who fucking knows anymore? Uh, by the way, yeah. I, like, uh, I, I like reading your YouTube comments. Here's uh, Jala J. I'm a female and used to watch the Victoria's Secret shows. Now look at their models, dog people with half a leg. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, and they don't have a male version. They don't need to because I want to be Mr. Universe. Don't they have? Oh, there is a Mr. Universe, right? That's a bodybuilder shit. Yeah. Don't they have a trans uh, Victoria's Secret models one? Yeah, they had they had like a a token token one or two, right? Because didn't they have a trans Sports Illustrated? Yeah, and then of course Caitlyn Jenner was Person of the Year. They tried like the fat girl Woman of the Year. So the thing is, yeah, uh, Sports Illustrated's had to switch it up since the internet uh, since internet pornography. Uh, the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue has lost its luster. Yeah, yeah, I can get I can get way better than this somewhere else for free. <laughs> for free, I'm gonna porn up for free. There are women actually having sex there naked. This is just women yeah. like so what? You can see nipples in Sports Illustrated. You can go see sex naked on Pornhub for free. I had a uh, I had a computer when I was in fifth grade, and I remember my mom went into my room for whatever reason. And she was so pissed off to find that the background of my desktop was a cover of Sports Illustrated. It was like this smoking hottie, you know, like topless on the beach, but no boobs showing. You know, she was laying in the sand, belly down, but it was like almost the nipple. And she's like, I think that's totally inappropriate. She went and got my dad, you know, because he wanted she wanted my dad to do something about it. And he's like, I don't see a problem with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's back in the day when they were like, they would never consider having like a fat girl on the cover of Sports Illustrated. They did like a couple years ago, they were like, they had three different covers of Sports Illustrated. The, they had like a, a normal model, an athlete, and then a fat chick. Yeah. Why would you read a fucking magazine other than sitting in like the waiting room of a, at a doctor's office? But even then you have your phone. A retro jerk. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. just like, I'm going to make this work. It's well, like, uh, it's like yeah. Best in Show. Did you ever see Best in Show? Yes. They're like, oh, we love catalogs. Just so much more convenient. You know? <laughs> Well, like Adidas the other day put up that picture of all them titties. 25 sets of 25 racks. Did you see that? No. What's it called? He just put up an ad for um, a new bra, and it was 
on Twitter and it's just bare breasts, like all different types of breasts. They're like, we have 43 different types of athletic boobs bras now. Uh, you didn't see that? I mean, I saw that it was trending, but I give so little shits about Adidas that I didn't even click to see what was going on. I just Sometimes I just take a pass <laughs> I was on a trend. A, I was a couple of the top comments on that tweet. My, my one- you always I, are though. Here I did a live the other day. Cause I can't on getter, you can't put naked pictures up of any kind. And so okay. I did a grid of it and I was rating them. I did a rating of them already. Oh, like that's fucking funny, dude. <laughs> that's one of the things I said, now that we can just objectify women. You, car- you Carl roped, you Carl roped it. Yeah. Well, Carl roped, <laughs> we know how to rate West, but, uh, but right. But he always brings the chart on, you know, and number one was, uh, where was number one? Oh, that's where the X is. And then one looked like Brian Stelter naked down here. Speaking of Stelter, can you believe that he got lost his job? Wait, no, I'm not thinking of Stelter. Is Stelter the guy, the CEO of? No, that's Zucker. Yeah, can you believe Zucker lost it? Of all things for him to lose his job over, it was just getting laid. It was a lie. Do you think it was ratings were shit? Oh, my God. Yeah. They were just looking for an excuse to off him? For consent. his fault? Everyone knew about? Yeah. Is it his fault? I mean, you fire the coach when the team sucks for long enough, right? Yeah, that's true. Who do you think will replace him? Uh, I think it's right now it's the woman who he was fucking. <laughs> so obviously it had nothing to do with the the sex. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty certain it's the woman who's fucking still there. She was the chief marketing officer. And so if they're having marketing problems, it would make sense that they would graduate her to that position. They... Marketing pro- like who, like when you look at these people, who's tuning in to see Brian Stelter? Like no one. Like who wants to see Don Lemon? Why does Don Lemon still have a show when he's got credible sexual assault allegations against him? How credible are they? I haven't looked into it. Some dude. It's a dude who's it's in court. I think they have a grand jury or not a grand jury. They have a, a jury. Yeah, they, the judge refused to dismiss it, so the judge thinks it's warranted. Uh huh. Hmm. He reached down some guy's pants and grabbed his dick. He Kevin Spacey'd somebody basically, and he said something like, "Do you like boys or girls?" Why didn't Whatever you're not. Yeah. What are like? Yeah. Like what a weird dude. All these people are gross. All these people are just fucking gross. It's not really something a dude would lie about, unless I mean, I guess for money. You know, so if he sues in civil court, he can make a ton of money. But it just doesn't seem like a New York bartender would lie about that. Like no. I would never make that shit up about somebody. I mean, because yeah. I'm a fucking man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. I. It's yeah. It's a different culture than what we're familiar with at gay bars, though. Right. Oh, he was at the gay bar. I'm assuming. Oh, that yeah, that makes sense. Or like a party. I don't know. Where, I, I remember reading the details of the case early, and I'm like, whatever. There are things well, like brain. I went to a, I went to a gay bar in uh, in Los Angeles. I went to uh, Blazing Flaming Saddles because my my wife professionally danced ballet, so she has a lot of gay friends. And we went up to LA, and, she, and they wanted to go to the gay bars. I was fine with it. I'm not homophobic at all. But I tell you what, I got my ass grabbed so many fucking times that really? night just standing around at the gay bar yeah um because people just assumed i was gay because why else would i be there <laughs> i went to drag bingo night at a um gay bar that my uh lesbian friends dragged me to in baltimore in law school uh-huh. and when i won the drag queen came over to give me my little prize or whatever the money and uh he she was like i don't know what they identified as was like uh you're the straightest dude we've ever seen in here <laughs> yeah <laughs> like is that a compliment he goes no 
we hate you please never come back like thanks for coming and you tip well but just never come back <sighs> have they kicked you out of that hotel bar yet for stealing uh glassware no why are you talking about <laughs> i had I so much know. fun hanging out with you in dallas man you're I, a good hang i have um i have enough sets now of glassware like i moved yeah. in i just moved right so like i um i moved up the street from where i was about a mile and uh had tripled my space. They they raised my rent twenty two percent in my old apartment for a two bedroom, and I got like a house, like for a thousand dollars less. Oh, that's um, awesome! Yeah, like so I don't have a community poll. Who gives a fuck? Um, but uh, I haven't been back down there. Also, I haven't been out drinking. You know, because I, I go to my so my favorite bar, my my favorite bartender just like gives me soda water all night, and I'll drink eight soda waters, which is probably worse than drinking, because uh, you just run to the bathroom every five minutes, like after like it hits you once you break yeah. the seal. Once you realize your body has two gallons of water in it, um, you know, but no, I, uh, I haven't been back. And like, I, I don't even want to, I don't dare calculate how much money I've saved. Just put it that way. Oh, that's nice. So you just put, you're buying uh, Thomas Kincaid shit with the savings. I bought a rowing machine the other day. Cause I don't like you did. Water. Yeah. You're going to Frank Underwood it. Is that what he did? Yeah, in the first season of Game of Thrones, when it was still a good, not Game of Thrones, House of Cards, when it was still a good show, that was one of his character development things. I never watched that show. Do you I like watching watch shows? It. What? Do you like shows? No. Did you watch Game of Thrones? No. I watched the end of it, but like, and I saw the clips where they had like the cup, the coffee cup. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. I am. Um, I've been really into lately YouTube videos that are like 10 minute summaries of movies. Ooh, it's like Blinkist, but for instead of books, it's for uh, movies. We used to have uh, clip notes. Uh, yeah. yeah. And um, it's always like, there's this one channel and it's, it doesn't matter what the movie is. There's creepy music in the background when the guy does the, uh, the breakdown of it. And it's have like, have you seen my getter streams where I've been playing old movies? No. Yeah, dude, I've been doing watch parties because I'm only a few people can live stream on getter. And if you're live streaming, even if people aren't following you, you show up in the thread. Mm -hmm. And so I've just been like trying to find every excuse to live stream shit. So I've been playing old movies. Last night I did The Room with Tommy Wiseau. I've been doing all the banned Joe Rogan episodes because people love to watch those. All the ones that got deleted, I downloaded yeah. them and I've been doing Look, them. Smartest shit. But, um, and I, I know I interrupted you. I didn't mean to. I just got no. excited. Um, but no, I, uh, I, I am so encouraged about Getter, dude, because it's the first time an alternative social media platform I've opened like every day for two weeks straight. No other platform that's tried has accomplished that for me. And I signed up I for got, all of them. Uh, I actually got a warning yesterday. Uh, Jala likes uh, there will be blood by the way. Um, but uh, mm -hmm. I, I, got a, I tried to log into Facebook on my phone and it sent me a um, unfamiliar device warning. Cause I haven't logged in in so long. Yeah, that's nice. I even that's have like, I think I have a page with like 30,000 likes or something on, on Facebook. And I'm like, I don't care. Like it's so it's gone the way of MySpace to me. I don't know if you were old enough to. Oh yeah. I was on MySpace big time. Top eight. Yeah. But it's Who's like top eight, bro. Yeah. You got to have your, the girl you're interested in. You got to put in there, you know, yeah. you send her a message, send that bitch. But you got to put her like number eight or seven. So like, you know, she knows that you, you know, you're there for the boys. I like that you can say uh, you can call people bitches on um, on uh, on Getter. Yes, 
Yes. If you get banned on Getter, it's not because somebody who's reviewing your account politically disagrees with you. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. People are like, oh, it's not really a free speech platform. It's like, yeah, they have to abide by Apple and Google terms. Yes. But they're not going to ban you just because they hate your politics. People dying on that hill of saying the, uh, uh, <laughs> saying the N-word. Dude, that was that was the weirdest that was the weirdest combination of shit like that when it was him and it was like Elijah Schaefer and a couple other people that were like going after Getter and they're like, it's not a really free speech because you can't say the N word. I'm like weird hill to die on, man. When yeah. Left, yeah. Right. Of being racist. Like that's like not the one to. Yeah. It's like, why did secession have to be over slavery? Why couldn't they have picked a fucking issue that actually, you know, because I'm convinced the only reason that the the Supreme Court ruled that secession was unconstitutional is because it got such a bad rap because of its association with slavery. It's dude. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Who funds him by the way? Who, who like funds like a, uh, that guy, I, I won't say his name. No. Oh, what's his face? Uh, Fuentes? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, he had, you know, he has got like a little bit of a studio set up that he live streamed from for a long time, but I don't, I don't remember there being any paywall or any uh, sponsors. Cause who's that? Who's the awful church that like protests like military funerals and says, uh, God hates whatever. Westboro Baptist. Westboro. They're like attorneys, right? So like, could you imagine showing up to court? <laughs> it's like, who's your attorney? It's the uh, Westboro Baptist chick. She's uh, she's pretty cheap. She's very good. <laughs> very good. She, <laughs> I'm here to argue my speeding ticket, uh, sir, and uh, here to represent me is uh, Westboro Baptist. What do you think about the, the new Durham news that came out today? Hmm? What do you think about the new Durham news that came out today? Uh, what, that uh, Trump's second campaign was spied on? Uh, was that that it was the second i thought it was still from the first it was the hillary clinton uh hillary clinton pay uh, durham uh, has documents like basically i guess proving i haven't I'm looked into it heavily because it came out right before we went on proving that um the clinton campaign paid for the trump campaign to be spied on like what like oh, watergate style cool, cool. that's I mean, why i made the. that's why I, that's why i made the name of the episode on the thumbnail you know like if you want the clintons to listen to you just say it in trump tower well, my um, my instant reaction to that would be like, we knew. Probably. Yeah, but the fact that there's like documents and there's like, and Durham's actually trying to press charges and make this shit happen is is encouraging. Here we go. The tech exec- executive in the Durham filing is Rodney Joffe. Joffe's direct point of contact with the Hillary campaign was Jake Sullivan. Motherfucker. Nemo's got it down. I like that. I have a, your your commenter on uh, on YouTube, Mimo. Uh, Mimo, okay, thanks, Mimo. Giving me the like that is actually right there. That is what I get when I used to be in studio back when we still were allowed to go into the studio at Sirius. If I screwed something up or like whatever was happening, we have screens in front of us, and I would yeah. get a note like that from like the producer would be like, "Here's the data," and I just read it. That's a good Mimo. Yeah, you should, a, you should be a producer for a radio show. That was good. Yeah, Mimo could be like one American podcast, Jamie. That'd be kind of cool. Hey, uh, because, you know, obviously this is, I, I, you know, we're all on the same page with the Trump thing. What do you think about like One American News? You ever watch One American News? No, not even for a minute. <laughs> what, I, could they, what have they ever said that's interesting? So... <laughs> I like... 
one of the people over there. And they yeah, I'm sure there's me. cool people. They tried to set me up with one of their hosts slash reporters who's a little bit older, like she's like in her 30s. Oh, like a date. And she's a fucking lunatic. Who like, I think she people, wear hats. There should be, no. Uh, there should be, well, maybe. There should be a uh, a breakdown of reporters. Like, if you knew that a reporter believed that they could be bit by rattlesnakes and not die, or be poisoned and not die, and that they had quit jobs in the past because they had a vision from God to quit their job, and so they showed up and quit a very, very important job. She was a snake, like one of those churchy snake handlers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that would change your opinion of what they were reporting to you. I think you'd be like, because for me, if I'm like, somebody could be like, uh, you know, they could be like, uh, the sky's blue. And I'm like, cool. And they're like, also, uh, God protects me from getting bitten by snakes and I don't die when I'm like, ooh, maybe the sky's not blue. <laughs> like, yeah. I need to, I need to, let me reassess this. Let me. Well, where the fuck was he in the Garden of Eden protecting Adam and Eve from that manipulative snake fuck? Well, <laughs> when I found that out, because she's like, uh, we were talking for a while and she was like, uh, I think I think I trust you enough to tell you what I believe. And I go, oh. Okay. So at least she knows that it's crazy. Please do. Please tell me more. Lean in. Like that's, I'm always very excited to hear more. That anytime somebody goes on the crazy train when they're talking with me, I'm like, please, yes, yes, and. Like we start doing uh, improv, uh, improv tactics. Have you ever, she's like, have you ever like spoken in tongues because you've been taken over by the Holy Spirit? I'm like, uh-huh, tell me more. You told her that you had, you like feigned that you, you maybe had that experience. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty certain that uh, whatever God she's talking to ain't the one that I, I worship. So I'm, I'm safe lying to her. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not making a moral judgment. I'm just saying that's yeah. fucking hilarious. You're like, Oh yeah. All the time. What else? Oh yeah. No, that's yes, dude. You, you, you Ray Epster. As an oh, <laughs> I didn't say let's storm the Capitol. Uh Oh, there we go. <laughs> I the NSA listening in now that I said that combination of words. Yeah. Happy Saturday night to you, officer. Um, no, I um, I always like lean in. If somebody's crazy, I lean in, and I, I want. So, to so how did that conversation develop, and how did you how did you back out of that? She really liked me, and I let it go for a while and listened to it, and I got out of it because I ghosted her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> There's no. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, poor girl. You should have <laughs> yeah. just told her. I don't think that we our faith aligns, you know, enough for us to pursue this further. That's being very nice. Yeah, that is being nice. But it same same outcome, but no hurt feelings. Fuck you, Jala. I, there's two people commenting, and I really like interacting with them on the YouTube. Well, actually, the sky <laughs> isn't really blue. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> actually. Yeah, AX, you... yeah, I love it. I fucking love it. Strong. That's <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I, uh, and at one point I was like, my friend was like, what if it's like, what if she's actually talking to demons? Like the, her, her spiritual journey story is fucking wacky. Like she was like, I wanted to learn about the spiritual realm. So I told God that if I don't learn it from him, uh, I'll learn it from demons. I'm like, you threatened God? She's like, yeah, I was like, kind of a strong move, like atheists. I know atheists that would be like, mm, just in case, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> there's there's yeah. a weird it was weird the whole conversation was so fucking weird and if you knew like that's the thing like if you knew and i'm not going to say who it is sure. but if you knew that this person 
had this set of beliefs and, and you were getting your news from them, I think you'd be like, yeah, but at the same token, it's like there, are, I, I, I believe, and maybe I'm wrong, but I believe that every person on an individual level believes at least something that's just fucking crazy. And nobody knows what that is for them, but it's abundantly clear what it is for everybody else when you see it. I want to so know. Like, huh? I want to know what that is for me then. Yeah, what's yours? I don't know what mine is, but somebody else could tell me, I'm sure. But th- there's no way that, you know, you are right about everything or I am right about everything. We got to be like insanely wrong about some something that's like obvious, right? No. I was in a Christian cult when I was in high school. Uh, <laughs> Tell me more. Yes, and. So I I grew up Lutheran, which is pretty fucking generic, you know, whatever, Christian, not very controversial. One of my favorite and, uh, thrift store purchases I ever got, $4.99, I got an original copy of Life of Luther. Very cool. Um, I like Luther. He's a fascinating dude. I even like the bad movie they made about him. But um, when I was 15, I actually read the Bible cover to cover. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Cause you know, it's important to me to like, maybe I should actually read this fucking book. Like, you know, it's like trust the science. It's like, not read the studies <laughs> because whoever's saying trust the science is not the study. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so I was like, I'm gonna go to the source material here. And I read the book and it totally changed my interpretation of Christianity and perspective. And I got involved with this sort of radical Christian church. It was very harmless. It wasn't like culty in the sense of like Jim Jones culty, but it was like these fucking people are uh, zealots right yeah and yeah i got involved for a while and it just took me a couple years to kind of grow out of it and figure it out um you know as i got older more mature went to college and i don't know had more life experience but i know for a fact that i believe shit that's like pretty obviously batshit crazy because i'm you know from that life experience that i've had so there's got to be something now that i believe that's just horseshit crazy i just don't know what it is um maybe maybe not i don't know do you think you have one I'm sure I do. I'm sure I do. Like I just don't know what it would be. What's a, what's AOC? What's AOC's? What's AOC's? That she's smart. Ooh, that's a good one. I think she's got enough people around her telling her that she's intelligent when she's just a, a pawn at best, a pawn. Yeah, she's she's remarkably average. I don't believe that. Like everybody's like, oh, they set up the election for her to win that that first time she won. I was like, no, I think people were just asleep at the fucking wheel. And she got enough people in that district when it was like, what was it, like 10% voted or something like that? Not even 10% voted in that, that first uh, primary that she won by like 2,000 votes and beat like the incumbent. Uh, yep. it, was, it was like a fluke. And then they took advantage of it because she's a fucking idiot. She is dumb, but she is talented. She's really good at manipulating the media. And fawn over because she's cute. Somebody made the point if she was an old fat hag, uh, nobody would pay attention to her. It's true. Maisie Hirono. Yeah, that might be true. She that says the same thing that Maisie Hirono does. Who's Maisie Hirono? Exactly. She's an old Well, listen. yeah. What's a, what's a crazy fucking thing that Hillary Clinton believes? This is fun. <laughs> I don't, I actually, you know what? I don't think Hillary Clinton has a crazy idea that she believes. You think she's just got an agenda? I think she's actually in a legitimate position where she doesn't have um, 
I mean, she has yes men around her, but I think she's in a crazy powerful position where she can make anything happen around her. Yeah, I don't think you can trick Hillary. No, nope. the Clintons are smart. I mean, Bill was a Rhodes Scholar. That's that's really an accomplishment. I would have rather. Had, well, I think ultimately it may not be, but um, you know, I, I would have rather had Hillary Clinton be president than Joe Biden. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I would rather have uh, any president who can speak in complete sentences. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather. Yeah, I'd feel better about America if like people didn't laugh at us. Um, but yeah. yeah, it's not so much the embarrassment thing that that scares me. What's what's scary to me about Biden is how obvious it is that he can be manipulated. He's yes. he's so vulnerable. So it's yes. like, all right, who's who's running the fucking country? And I, I said this on the podcast the other night with, I think, Hard Hat. I was like, throughout history, whenever there's been like an authoritarian state, it's been very clear who's running it. Like Mao was running China. Stalin was running Russia. Hitler was running uh, Germany, right? Mussolini, Italy. Like, you could, yeah, absolutely. He is the figurehead strongman. But like, we, it's bizarre because I think for the, maybe the first time in human history, we are living in what's rapidly becoming an authoritarian society without any clarity as to who's the puppet master. Yeah, what's going on with the, by the way, speaking of, what's going on with the uh, the Canadian bridge stuff? So last I heard, they swatted the ambassador bridge. They put like a riot, riot police there. I think that they're seizing gasoline and threatening fines for truckers. That ain't going to do anything. And uh, obviously the bank accounts being fraud. They're doing basically everything they can to just they're not put going out that. Truckers aren't going anywhere. So all they have to all they have to do is fucking end the mandates. Uh, Mimo says uh, Hillary said being president was her birthright. You know what? Probably was. I <laughs> 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 uh, you know I mean that's like that. Look. So she believes in rights. That's that's a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I was yeah. born with the inalienable right to be president. God, I wonder what my crazy belief is. Yeah, I don't know just, what your crazy belief is. I don't know. Jewish space lasers. Jewish my, space lasers. Yeah, they're space lasers. That... My heritage, so my heritage is Jewish. I'm just, uh, I practice Christianity. But that's like, so it's very interesting to me. Like, What's I didn't. Deal? Why, why does everybody care so much about their damn heritage? I care about mine too. That's a crazy thing that I believe. I believe that my heritage actually means something about me it doesn't mean anything no no well it Maybe doesn't mean got, anything uh, really, really. Bad teeth. really bad um i think my teeth i think teeth are genetic and and my dentist has said this to me as well that like if you get a lot of cavities it's something that just kind of happens in your family doesn't matter how well you eat so right but like when you do 23 and me it's like oh i want to look at the ancestry report and see where my dna is from and it's like does that really matter i do like it's fascinating the, the Mormons already know enough about me. I don't have to give them my DNA. I did my family heritage. Uh, I went to the genealogy library in uh, Salt Lake. And, uh, Mormons, speaking of crazy beliefs, they believe that they get their own planet when they die. They have. There's all sorts of stuff that they believe. That's that's super fun. Like uh, I, you'll know that the end of the world is coming because there won't be a rainbow for a year beforehand. So like if you ever think the end of the world is coming, just go outside and spray a hose around and get a prism going. Um. <laughs> Like it's just, they think that uh, if uh, a black person becomes Mormon, that their skin will get lighter. Um, That's else? weird. I didn't know that one. Oh yeah, yeah. So like they have the best. They have the best religion. I love their religion. They have. By Mormons? the way, they always. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, you sold a lot of fucking food reserves to Mormons when you were competing with Infowars. Yeah, but uh, oh yeah, they have to. <laughs> 
uh, a year, I think, or two years supplies. Yeah, Mimo says if I have to wear special underwear, there better be a planet waiting. Uh, so have you ever seen, they released the like private Mormon ceremony video when uh, Romney was running about the knocks on the door and the special handshakes and the question. Yeah, they took, all, they took all that shit from Freemasonry because Joseph Smith was a Freemason and he got in big trouble with the Masons for taking all the shit and turning it into a religion. Well, you know, if you want to bang a bunch of chicks and run from the law and like start your own colony, you got to do something. You got to get it from somewhere. Source material yeah. was real light back in the early 1800s. Sure. Uh, <laughs> didn't have a lot to work with. Didn't really think about the alien shit. I mean, Scientology really nailed that down. But um, mm. they had the whole story where like, so Jesus like went on a world tour after he was crucified. and uh, Right. And when he was rejected, they like scorched the land. Like, so that's why people's skin colors are darker. It's because the tribes are scorched. Because they didn't believe in Jesus. They didn't accept him. You know that, right? You're staring in the camera like here. No, I I just think that's so it's like unnerving how bizarre that is to believe that. I, I knew the oh, mark of Cain was like some Christian churches believe the mark of Cain is black skin, and that's just fucking bizarre too. It's um it really is like if you look at it, it's like the like what's uh uh the uh Book of Mormon, the the musical, they're like the all American prophet or whatever. Like he was like, and we came here and the white people here were like, Oh, Jesus. And he was like, yeah, we'll leave your skin color. So that's why if you convert to Mormon and you're a person of color, your skin gets lighter because you get a little bit healed from the scorching. That's interesting. It's insane. I like that. I like that. So um, did you know that the Mormon church actually uh, put advertisements in the playbill for that uh, Book of Mormon musical? No. Yeah. So rather than bitching about it because it was making fun of them. They leaned in. They leaned in. I said, if you actually want to learn more about Mormonism, you know, www.mormon.org. It, it makes, I mean, I bet they got some people. Yeah, absolutely. And then the fact that they were cool about it made me interested. Um, they're super fucking cool about it. Uh, and when you go to like Temple Square, like when you go to visit their thing, so they send, so you're, you know, they expect you to start like pumping out kids at a, at a reasonable age. And if you don't, if you're like a single dude or a single girl, they send basically all the babe, the the single babes. Their mission is they go to like Temple Square and a lot of the tourist spots for Mormonism. And so like Temple Square is all teams of two hot blondes, essentially, that are walking around giving tours. I had that experience at the Church of Scientology. Really? Did I ever tell you my Scientology story? No. Oh, dude. Well, first of all, I want to do a quick fact about the Mormons. Did you know how they have that like angel pointing on the top of all their churches? Yeah. Drive past one. They've got, do you know what, where it's pointing? Uh, 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 the Garden of Eden in, uh, Kentucky, in, uh, uh, Missouri. It's pointing straight to Salt Lake City, baby. Oh, is it Salt Lake City? Okay. I think well, it's Salt Lake. I'm pretty sure it is. Mimo can check it out. Zion in, um, Jackson County, Missouri. <laughs> I fucking love that. It's so American to be like, <laughs> to be like, Jesus has been here. <laughs> He's the first American there ever was. There's, dude, like, I, um, I've gone to all of their, any tourist place that they've had, the Garden of Eden, stuff like that, I've done it all. I've taken the tour. I love Why? it. Why? Because you're just fascinated by them, or were you thinking about being Warren? Fascinated. It's so amazing to me. I'd be a so I, So here's, here's my fucking Scientology story. I was, at, um, I was at a Masonic Lodge meeting on a Monday night, and uh, this was in Nashville, Tennessee, and Freemasons in Tennessee are like, 99% of them are Baptist because they're like in their, they're in their seventies and they've been in the South forever. Right. Mm -hmm. 
And so <clears throat> at the end of the meeting, there's like a, you know, does, does anybody else have anything that, you know, they'd like to say for the good of the order before we close the meeting, you know, typical end of meeting type shit. And, you know, a couple of people stood up and said, by the way, we're, you know, we're doing this fundraiser, by the way, we're helping these kids read. And this guy stands up and nice guy, his name's Steve. And he goes, my church is having a fireworks show on the 4th of July. And I just want you all to know that you are welcome to come. We're going to be in the parking lot. We're going to be cooking out and we're just going to celebrate the country, you know, and another guy stands up like, oh, what church do you go to? You know, like a Baptist dude, like, you know. It was Church of Scientology, Celebrity Center. <laughs> and so I had been reading L. Ron Hubbard material because I'm fascinated with how this guy pulled it off. Yeah. And I go up to Steve at the end of the meeting. I go, hey, man, I've been interested in Scientology, not to like join, just generally interested in it. I didn't deceive him or anything. I was like, how do I learn more about it? He's like, what are you doing right now? I'm like, now it's 930 on a Monday night. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we'll go over there right now. So I followed him and we went to the celebrity, the Church of Scientology Celebrity Center in Nashville. And I walk in and it is bustling. I mean, everyone working there is young and attractive. They have like this black suit protocol, red tie, and the women are beautiful. And it, they all look like they like took a shower within the last 60 minutes. I mean, it's like fresh, like you, like you would imagine Wall Street at like 7 a.m. in 1984. Like everybody's <laughs> just put together, right? Yeah. And so... Yeah, they this beautiful woman starts, you know, giving me a tour of the of the building, which is amazing. And every question that I had about Scientology, she would take me over to a different 50-inch flat screen touch screen. She say, "Touch the screen." And when I would touch the screen, a dude would pop up with a pre-recorded video answering my question perfectly. So she, right? Like they know all the FAQs and they walk you around, and you touch the screen. They hook me up to the cans, right? With the e-reader thing. Got to get your feet in levels, yeah. Yeah, and as soon as it starts going crazy, she's like, what were you just thinking about? I was like, I, my grandfather died and he, it crossed my mind. You know, she's like, see? You said that? Yeah, it was what you I was thinking about. She's like, just, she's like, just begin thinking, you know, about memories you have. And, you know, we'll see what the, re the reader does. And, of course, like if someone says, you know, think of memories, you think of big ones first and then you think of little ones, right? And so, like, within seven seconds, the thing's going nuts. And I'm like... Yeah. 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 Shift to do with your memories. So, so she, she, um, she does that. And I'm like, all right. She's like, come back tomorrow and we'll give you an IQ test. I'm like, fuck yeah. I always wanted to take an IQ test. It's expensive to see a psychologist and get yeah. one done professionally. You know, I've never, I've always wanted to know what my IQ is. So I go the next day and they give me yeah. this questionnaire. eHarmony 29 page personality test. It's like that. It's exactly like that. It's, it's like a packet and it's all, Yes, no, sometimes questions or yes, no, maybe, you know, so it'll be a question like, have you ever refused to eat meat because you're compassionate for animals? I'm like, no. Uh, have you ever been late paying a bill? Yes. You know, shit like that, right? Random shit. I answered it accurately. I give it to this different, beautiful woman. She says, all right, just walk around, browse. And, you know, in 15 minutes, we'll have your score ready. They like put it through a Scantron or something. I don't know. She pulls me aside. She sits me down. She says, listen, she's got the results, you know, the packet. She goes, this is not what I think about you. This is not what the church thinks about you. This is what you think about yourself. <laughs> and she slides the packet over with this line graph that looks so fucking manic, right? She goes, you are very unhappy. And for $300 this weekend, we have a Dianetics course. You get a free book. 
it's a free we'd, love for you to, we'd, love, we'd love for you to come. And that was the last time I ever went to the Church of Scientology. They called me every week for six months. You gave him your info. Fuck. I did. I made a mistake. I, there. I met a guy on the street in front of the Target in um, D.C. when I lived in D.C. And he asked me if I was stressed. He, he was a Scientology guy. And he said, do you ever feel stressed? I'm like, no. He's like, you're never stressed? I'm like, no. And he kept going. There. It was like it was like three or four minutes question. He goes, wait, but like you go to work every day. I go, yeah. Because yeah. you stress? No. You relate to what? And he goes, I've never met anyone like you. I go, yeah, people tell me that. Like I just like I should have been like I'm starting a church. <laughs> he's like, I, I wonder if it's like at some point he's like, wait, he's he's got Tom Cruise energy on. Um, yeah. So you know the whole thing about like the aliens and like the the soul or whatever and your stress level, dude. When that girl was yeah. like, what were you just thinking about? <laughs> you should like again. I'm you're in fucking nice you in the ass. Yes, you're a nice guy, and so you wouldn't like do. And you you like, <laughs> have been through enough shit that like I can like cold say anything you should like turn to her and like right in the eyes and be like fuck him <laughs> i wish i would have thought i don't think i would have been able to muster you the courage yeah but like you were probably like are these people gonna murder me i was thinking about whether or not you guys were gonna kill me tonight while i was here getting this test and uh you know i'll I mean, tell you what though if you want to learn how to join a cult all you got to do is reverse engineer that shit there's a great fucking book actually have it right here. this is what you think about yourself you know who does a yeah. really good book on that? Denver Riggleman. He does uh, really good, like how to deceive people. This is the tome. Rick Allen Ross, Colts Inside and Out. He specializes in helping families of people who have been uh, basically kidnapped by a cult, not literally kidnapped, but hijacked. Yeah. And he specializes in helping them get that, per like do interventions and get those people out. So if somebody joins Scientology and, you know, a year later they've spent all their money on classes and shit. And this book is fucking awesome. So if you're interested in Colts, Rick Allen Ross, Colts Inside and Out, by the way. Yeah. Hey, by the way, oh. apparently Arrest Hillary for Treason was uh, trending on Twitter and they took it down. Yeah. Is it treason to spy on a political opponent if you're not actually a uh, an elected official, though? That's just fucking you're using, like... You're using the government to do it. Yeah. So, But but then if... Even then if you're... the government. Or if the government's got a proxy doing it. But uh, she wasn't she still uh, no she wasn't I guess um, <coughs> dude it's it's not even trending there's like shit here trending Casey O'Neill Stephen Adams like people like E J Liddell like there's stuff twelve years of like there's stuff trending here that's very clearly would not be trending like if this was real I don't believe that sports are ever actually trending I don't either I, I think anytime it's a sports related thing it's bullshit unless it's Kaepernick because it's actually a political trend yeah. Yeah, the trends are bizarre. And I don't understand what what constitutes trending because you see something that's trending number three and it's got 1.2K tweets. And then you see something trending number 30 and it's got like 50,000 fucking tweets. Travel trending. Boxer Jamie McDonald receives criticism after posting smiling selfies at the Auschwitz camp concentration camp. What? Like, I, number one, I don't know who that person is. Number two, don't How is there an altruist concentration camp? Auschwitz. Oh, I thought you said altruist. I'm like, yeah, yeah this, awesome. we're, we're people Sorry, here I'm to like share. I drive so uh, a fun fact. Uh, coffee drives me out, and so I, I that's why I do the cough drops when I do like long when I host radio. It's coffee cough drop. Um, I, got I got a tweet for Auschwitz right now. I got a tweet. Fuck yeah! I just don't understand. I mean, like, who gives a fuck? Is he smiling? That is kind of weird. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, there's a picture of him and like his girlfriend or whatever, and she's like. 
smiling and he's got kind of a grin on his face and they're in front of Auschwitz. Like, I don't give a fuck who he is and I don't care if they're doing that, but like, what the fuck? That is, that is, have... that is, a <laughs> that, is that is a what the fuck. I just have an, I just posted an awesome Auschwitz tweet. You just said Auschwitz opened the year Biden was born. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> yes, 1942. Jesus Christ. Is there a, <laughs> can we share, well, I guess we don't have to share the screen, but like, the, well, I just, I can do a, yeah, you can do a screen share if you want. I don't, if it doesn't give you the ability. And where do I do it? So, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer, yeah, yeah, do it. Look at that. Uh, I'm having fun hanging out. Thanks for doing this, dude. I needed this. No problem. Did I get it? There we go. Can you see it? I'm expanding my screen. Hold on. I got you on a tiny monitor. I got to lean in. Hold on. That's him just smiling in front of the Auschwitz Memorial? Yeah, hold on. Can you expand that one in the top right? <laughs> that one that got me. I'm like, nah. That's not good. And she's like a white blonde woman. She's like an Aryan wet dream. Yeah, there you go. Oh, dude, who does a self? Dude, I um, I went to a memorial in DC with my family, and they wanted to take a picture in front of it. My extended family and I said, I don't take pictures in front of memorials. Yeah, no, you sh- you really shouldn't. I it, dude, it's rude. My thing is, I don't know how you could get through Auschwitz and and not be like fucked up or like sad or like you know like having like an emotional thing yeah the holocaust museum yes oh god yeah um i just can't imagine getting through that and being like hey just like when um do you think that was the beginning of the tour was that the before or the after they should do a before and after like series of people taking pictures of themselves outside auschwitz before and then after (laughs) god (laughs) <laughs> didn't justin bieber write in the book for uh at the Anne frank house didn't he write like uh you would have been a believer or something like that yeah but he that was just him that was him making a bad call i think he didn't mean any harm <laughs> that was just a bad call yeah because because we need to make a donation to the ark um yeah. so so uh, yeah uh Anne frank so like most of my like fans are like her age when she died Whoa, she would have been a believer. You know? <laughs> Did you ever see um, uh, uh, um, Pop Star Never Stop Never Stopping? No. Required viewing. What the fuck is that? It's a comedy with Andy Samberg and uh, basically his, his band, Lonely Island. You have to watch it. Thank me later. What happens in it? He's just a car wreck of a human being after he leaves the band and like he does his own solo career like Bieber. And he's just a horrible human. And the music that he does is amazingly horrible. Like, it's like, it's like. It's like Rebecca Black shit. No. His, his first that he takes is like how a woman wants to fuck him like we fucked Bin Laden. Oh. It's so good. It's so amazing. And like. A That's like Spinal Tap. And and in the movie, they like talk about all the bad stuff he's done. And like one of the things he did was like take a shit in the bathroom at the Anne Frank house. <laughs> Man, I, did you ever read her uh, by auto, or her biography, the biography of Anne Frank? It's not technically an Everyone autobiography. Did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the diary. Yeah, the diary. Yeah, the diary. Yes. It's not. Yeah, that's right. It, it's fucking. It's that to me the the tragedy of it. Obviously, there was eight million different tragedy tragic aspects, but like the war was so close to over when she got caught. Yeah, you know, like wasn't it like within six months? Like the camps were closed of her death. 
That's crazy. But she would have been a believer. That's for sure. Yeah. Also, can we just go back to that? Those pictures that I, I took them down, but like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fire back up. Fuck, I have to go find them now because I like I took them down so quick. Let's see. Do I go back? Did I already click out of them? Am I going to actually have to search Auschwitz? There, uh, no, 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 no. There we go. Let's uh, screen grab window. I'm getting good at this. Talented man. <laughs> I just can't get enough. Fuck these people. Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck you. Dude. Who is Dude, Jesus zoom in. Can you do like Christ. a command plus and zoom in on, on the smiles? I don't know how to do that. Command plus. Hold command hit plus. Do you have a Mac? Yeah. Yeah. It'll zoom it. Yeah, well, it's not. It's kind of barely doing it. That's cool. Now it just it just blew up the it didn't. I got you. It didn't change the image. It just changed your browser. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, that's I mean, that's pretty bad. Who's that guy? He's some fighter, some MMA fighter. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've seen Andy McDonald. See, but again, like obviously that was a bad call, but it doesn't mean the dude's anti-Semitic. Obviously, he wanted to see the Auschwitz Museum for probably very real reasons. See, if we get the same shit again, lovely night here in Poland with the other half, told her not to smile. <laughs> Dude. Not, now he's he's leaning into it? Yeah. Is this like, where are they at in this? Fuck. Oh, my God. Dude, fuck. Like, honestly. That's just, that's just, like, read the room, man. He, oh, they said, uh, confuses it with a tourist attraction. What do we teach? He, this person commented. And then he put up, like, how... <laughs> He goes, clearly it's a tourist attraction. Look, it says tours and tickets to Auschwitz. <laughs> oh. There's a reason this guy punches people for a living and gets punched in the head for a living and and doesn't and doesn't make political arguments. Jesus Christ. Also, who's leaving a review? Let's go there. Hold on. He does have a point. Who's leaving? A, there's 1,200 reviews. It's a five-star review. Al, Al, <laughs> can you imagine being a Nazi, right? And you just, you wake, you you somehow got frozen in time. You travel through time. Okay. You up now. You're like, oh my God, what happened to Auschwitz? I used to work there. It's closed? No, and then they go, oh, but it's got... Twelve five stars. It's got a five star rating. Does that have a perfect five star rating? Who can you can you see the reviews? Because I want to read a one star. Yeah, like if you go to this, if you go to the Yelp for Auschwitz, is there a one star review? Like shitty what's, food. What's not not um not Priceline? What's the what's TripAdvisor? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, we got to try that. Um. Uh, the the Ford Theater has a one star review from Abraham Lincoln that says was shot here. Do not recommend. Uh, no, they only have excellent and very good. Why is it only? It could have been better. You know, it wasn't as sad as I thought it was going to be. The tour guide, the tour guide was a little snippy when I asked uh, if there was a gift, if there was a uh, a, a whatever a, a gift store gift shop. Tour guide, more like tour guard. Here we go. Well-organized, knowledgeable guide, well-thought-out visit. Odd to have trainer-clad tourists wandering around, me included. 
difficult to equate the horror of Auschwitz in a strange way. Did make me think afterwards. Four stars. Four stars? Could have been better. I didn't want to think afterwards. I wanted to be done with it when I left. <laughs> Couples. This, Jim, Jim S. Tour guide was very clear and informative. The way it was laid out was very good. Would definitely do it again. Four stars. Like who's? What the fuck is wrong with these people? Who's fucking going to Auschwitz? And they're like, I'm leaving a review. I you thought it was going to be better. Because <laughs> you know the tour guide. It's not like when you go to like a um, a, a distillery and they're like, hey, if you love the tour leave us a review <laughs> like there's no jeez like again the, my only response to all of this is jesus christ like who pick up on top here we go <clears throat> again imagine being in uh the 40s and reading this review pick up on time approximately 90 minute trip to the camp well organized tour guide and driver were very knowledgeable and passionate camp tour very tastefully done we even had snow blizzards, very exposed. Take everything to keep warm. Only took 90 minutes to get there, right on time. Four stars? Yeah, four stars. Because it was cold? Yes. They took yeah, care that's, of everything. That's, that's a pet peeve of mine. When people leave a very positive review, you know, like in terms of what they actually say in the review, and then they leave four stars, it's like, what could I have done better? <laughs> like, what the fuck? They took care of everything to the agreed price, though initial communication was a little off. All in all, mm. it was good stuff. Four stars, says Henry K. Yeah, there's this, a language barrier, you fuck. You're in Auschwitz. They don't speak English could, there. It's not a primary language. Communication be, oh, barrier. Oh, sorry. I don't have the... Oh, shame on me. I, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you had the other tab up in the screen share slide. Come on, you got to stay on top of me for this. Oh, sorry. You want me to, I can give it back to you. There we go. There we go. Do I have the, uh, do I have the right one it. up? Yeah. You got it. Sorry, I've been reading these along. I did this. So, can day. you sort? Can you sort by most critical? Is that what you did? I no, I just went. So they only have forty four on this one. There's another one that this guy went to though, the fighter who. Um, here, let me see if I can switch pages here. I'm gonna try to see if it has Yelp. Uh, TripAdvisor. Yeah, they got a I Yelp just, dude. Four point five stars. I have to switch my battery out on my camera. So you look at that for a second. I'm going to switch my battery out. I didn't think I'd go two hours with you, but now I'm like intrigued by. Yeah, we're uh, having fun. I'm, I'm intrigued by horrifying reviews. Like, sorry, uh, reviews of horrifying places that should be solemn. <laughs> Give Shopify more options. Really looking for a couple of more. I mean, that's almost. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Dude. Oh my God. I gotta, hold on, I gotta share mine. I'm on the Yelp page. It's got, you can keep yours. I, th I think it'll let us do both. But anyway, um, I, uh, I'm on the Yelp page here for Auschwitz. I think this is right. It's not, it's in Polish or whatever. Museum Auschwitz. This has got to be it. Burkow, Burkow, right? 79 reviews, 4.5 stars. Yelp.com. I'm on. I sorted the reviews most rated. Mm -hmm. um here i'm gonna sh I didn't share my screen sorry mistake there we go i sorted them by lowest rated here's a here's a a tome <laughs> one star hold on i gotta pull this up so they like... left a re they left a review for years ago they said i was there years ago is that now you want to leave a review when me and my school i visit poland for the dance for the dance festival of course do you have this shared up on the screen? Yeah. 
Read it. Read it. I want to hear you read it because I know your inflection is going to be great. I was there years ago when my when we my schoolmates and I visited Poland for the dance festival. Who can forget that dance festival? We received tickets to the museum memorial as a free gift to our dance team because that's what you want. That's what you want when you're going there for a dance festival. Hey, thanks for coming here to Poland for the dance festival. Want some free tickets to Auschwitz? <laughs> well, what a crazy idea someone had to give the teenage girls tickets to such a place. Since my early school time, I heard about Professor Joseph Menga. Oh, Jesus, here we go. And I agreed to visit Poland and participate in that dance competition only because I wish to see Mengele's laboratory. What? <laughs> she's a Fauci fan. It was a long, hold on. I'm going to read Okay, so she's from the uh, Russian Federation. I hope to see Mengele's lab. And is it Mengele? That's how you say it, right? Mengele, I think. Mengele. I Mengele. respect of me pronouncing it properly anyway. And make photos there. Also in gas rooms and in uniform to tell and show my friends in what a historical place I was. What the fuck? But museum employees were terribly rude, as I understand. They hate Russians probably more than Nazis. What? So she, hold on. This girl, okay. Yeah, I don't she's pissed off that she couldn't take pictures of a fucking memorial that like millions of people died at. I don't, I don't believe this story. I just don't believe this story. You think the, this is propaganda? So she went there. She got free tickets for this dance team. And yeah. she specifically went because she wanted to see his lab and take photos of that and in the gas chambers. And you don't have to take photos of it because I'm sure there are historical photos it's of it everything. that you can look up. Yeah. What? Oh, my God, dude. Also, there were, okay. There are no, I, I'm, I'm done with that one. I'd rather okay. have a all right, all right, let's see the next one, 2015. It is a place where I can not be longer than required and not only so depressing place of remembrance, but also is so sad to be there and scary to long-lasting feeling of rejection, pain, and suffering later. It's important to know the history, but I really did not like it. Nothing at all. It is said that we should all be there once in a lifetime, but I would not like to come back ever as a tourist or in any other way. <laughs> or in any other way. There's something in there that made me feel so cold. One star. Yeah, fucking death. Yes, like one of the most horrifying places. Two in human stars. <laughs> This one, I, love, I love this one. Hold on. Let me read this one. Okay. <clears throat> they don't let individuals in prior to 3 p.m. Why not? I have no idea. There's plenty of people who walked in as a group that separated at some point. The only thing that makes sense is that group-only entrance allows them to collect revenue from tour guides since the museum is free. Why not just F and charge entry fees so people who hope to go their entire life without ever participating in a tour can experience the museum in solitude? God damn it. Why don't you let you in there? Why'd they let me in before three? Oh my God. <laughs> I look, this person's three stars. I actually didn't find the trip to Auschwitz as depressing as I expected it to be. <laughs> Who <Christ>. fucking says it? <laughs> Jesus. Christ. Jesus. Christ. 2010. That is such a 2010 thing to say back when free speech existed because nobody would fucking dare say anything like that now. Holy fucking shit. Huh? This is the funniest shit ever, dude. Oh, you never know what's going to happen on this fucking podcast. I swear to God. Holy shit. I'm not in any way trying to play down the enormity of the evil that happened here, but when you're waiting... No, of course not. That's why it's funny. It's because we were aware. Those kids, those fucking noisy school kids got in the way of really making me feel depressed. Jesus Christ. Yeah. If there was, 
Chris F does everything except for saying that they should warm back up the chambers for the kids that were slowing them down. Gave it a three star. Oh, did he add photos? I don't know. I don't He's got you, can take pictures. you can't take pictures in there. They let him take pictures. Yeah. Oh, so that 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 Russia bitch had a point. They were they were yeah. just being judgmental. Okay, I'll be I'll be real honest with you. It does look like a fucking lot of kids that were there. So maybe Chris has got. <laughs> How horrible! Like, okay, hold on. Where are you mentally? Me? When you're like, I right need now. to go. No, like I need to go late. Like this is so ridiculous, and that's that's why this is hilarious to me. It's like this is so fucking ridiculous that you would go and rate Auschwitz. Fucking holy fuck! Yeah, well, think about it like this. The Holocaust, tens of millions of people died, right? The Germans yeah. suffered enormously at the end of the war. Obviously, the Jews suffered enormously throughout and after and before, right? Yeah. And who thinks after all of that that these people have experienced, Polish, the Jews, the Germans, everybody involved in any way in the Holocaust, after all that they have experienced, who thinks to themselves, I'm going to leave a one-star review. That'll teach them a lesson. Fuck. That'll teach them a lesson. That's like somebody going to, to like ground zero and being like, you know, I didn't feel patriotic enough because there was a guy selling hot dogs on the corner. Uh, three stars. Yeah, no flags. Fuck. Fuck these people. Where were the buildings? One star. Way, I guarantee because of how um, how I see my content like stolen constantly, I guarantee some big podcast will be reviewing Auschwitz reviews in, within the month. Somebody's probably yeah, watching. That's fine. Movie. That was great. We need to steal that idea. Uh, here we yeah, go. Pat, what? Ariel D. This was from uh, from two months ago. She got out of from Brooklyn, New York. She got out. She got out of COVID restrictions in New York and was like, you know, the first place I want to go, Auschwitz. And so she gave it four stars. She has one. She has one check in there. By the way, uh, okay, your experience at the camp checks in. Yeah, she checked in. Who's f there's so I'm much here? Everybody know <laughs> made it. There's so much wrong. Like there are levels of absurdity to this in my mind. That like yeah, absolutely. Like this, that's another like I didn't, and that's a real basic one, right? On top of everything else, and on top of her giving it four stars, which we'll get to that in a second here. But like she's like, oh, okay, hold on, might get Yelp late this year. I'm gonna have to. Check into is Auschwitz on this? It's on, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was busy rating Thai food last night, but I think I'm gonna rate Auschwitz today. <laughs> Jesus, fuck, fuck these. If you look at their other reviews too, it's it's probably hilarious because it's probably like Starbucks five stars, awesome experience. I'm excited for four stars. Please never delete this podcast. I'm excited for this podcast to come up when I run for office in a couple of years. People will be no, like, I've never, I've never deleted it. And I'll be like, you can, yes. you can public, yeah. you can download it. I'll send you the file. You can publish it on your own networks if you want. Your experience at a camp and museum is based on your tour guide. Reading the pamphlets with additional background from a guide is really helpful if you're seeking to gain more insight on how the camp was used pre and post World War II. Yeah, I want to know how it was used before World War II. Uh, overall, I learned so much and was able to make connections with other camps as well as communist and Nazi history in the region. Only four stars. What? Why? 
Why, Ariel? That didn't really explain your four stars. It's horrifying yeah. to see the gas chambers. Like, I just want to see somebody that'd be like... It's like the- they decide to leave four stars because they think to themselves, I've had better experiences. Like, that's the only reason for the story. You know, like, five wouldn't really be right. This was not the best experience in my life. When I walked the killing fields in Cambodia, they were way nicer, and they had better water. <laughs> they had a better souvenir shop on the way out. Dude, of killing fields. We need to make a we need to make a fucking uh, Yelp profile for the uh, the what is it the Uyghur camps in China? Oh my god! And le- and get get people to leave reviews. You know, I I've been to a lot of places where there's been mass killings, and this one four stars. Okay. They're not even dead yet, most of them. (laughs) (laughs) That fucking Southern California accent. Ew, you're alive? This isn't even sad. Yeah. They feed you and they clothe you? Ew. I didn't think my tour guide was diverse enough. Everybody working there was Chinese. (laughs) <laughs> well that's true with the uh killing fields don't the chinese own all of the uh i know they own all the temples i well don't, don't the, doesn't the ccp own every piece of private property in the whole pretty fucking much right there's not really private property right at all. talking about the invaluable like how money is not valuable but like oh hold on what's this What, what what am I missing? No more reviews, please. Mimo just said it was it's like a cattle market, not allowed to carry a bag. Staff very rude. Thought I was back in time of concentration camp. All it is is money making racket. Google one star. A money making oh, racket? Death camp. There's no one like getting rich off of Auschwitz, okay? There it's definitely a break-even situation. There's no CEO of the Auschwitz Museum that's like breaking in a million dollars a year. There's a lot of force. We got to use. I'm really debating my trip now. <laughs> Real downer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't know what these people expect. I, I, I couldn't. I, I couldn't even imagine leaving anything other than a five star review for a meaningful experience like that. Even if it did suck and the, the tour guide sucked and the food sucked and the line was too long, I would never leave ever. I wouldn't. I just wouldn't leave a review at all. But I would never leave a, anything less than a five star review. Here, oh, okay. So there's only two reviews right now of the uh, the killing fields. <laughs> I'm looking for. I, there's got to be a. Where are the killing fields? Uh, uh, Nam Pen, I believe it's on TripAdvisor. There's 1,200 reviews of the killing fields S21 tour. Yeah, what are the killing fields? I'm I'm just ignorant. That's where they um. Uh, uh, um, oh my god what was the uh, there was a they killed off basically anybody the so it was the um, there was a takeover of Cambodia by these goddamn I and and they like killed okay. everything that was like an academic or would or would fight against them literally just killed thousands and thousands of people it was mm-hmm. uh, fields history I'll, I'll get it for you right now the killing fields uh, are a number of sites in Cambodia where collectively more than a million people were killed and buried by the Khmer Rouge regime, Communist Party of Cambodia, uh, during its rule of the country from 1975 to 1979. Basically, anybody who was an academic, anyone who they thought was like a dissident, like you and I would be done. Yeah, just like the Cultural Revolution. It's the same thing happened in China, right? Yes. And in Russia. That's what they do. 
They wipe out everybody who who supports them. Yeah. Once they get the power. Yeah. So let's go to the reviews. Okay. <clears throat> let's see. How do I see them on? Uh... I'm having trouble pulling them up on on because I'm seeing the 1,200 reviews. Where do I read the reviews? Here, let me. Uh, why don't try to share your screen? And maybe I can help walk you through it. I don't know the answer, but okay. let's do. Uh, this is now turned into uh, tech, tech advising. Yeah, yeah. One American podcast. We are going to learn how to. All right. So you see over here where my mouse is. Holding it. Yeah. I click on that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there's Q and A. Yeah, but there's two tabs at the top. Scroll up a little bit. Isn't one of them reviews and one of them's Q and A? There we or go. I'm... But I want to. I want to rank them. Okay, so um, scroll up a little bit. Just a little bit more. Uh, never mind. I guess another. Scroll down again and see if we can do it. Is, can you filter by one star only? Average. There we go. <clears throat> <laughs> Don't bother with with visit to Killing Fields. As first part of the tour, we visited the S twenty one prison first, which was very informative. Our guy was very knowledgeable and was able to give us a lot of explanation background of genocide. You needed a lot of background on what a genocide is. The killing fields are further out of the city, and there's really not much to see there apart from a mon mon modern monument containing skulls and a film repeating what you have been told of S21. What a, what a downer. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't bother with visit to killing fields. <laughs> Waste of time. <laughs> We grabbed a tuk-tuk for the day and came here to the after the genocide stopped. Hey, you know how it goes. They spelled genocide wrong. It wasn't crazy busy, but it was not. It, it was very hot and a little and a little dusty. Oh, oh, hate it when that happens. It's um, Cambodia, you fuck. It was like it was like a hundred and five and a hundred percent humidity the entire time I was there. I went there. It was the rainy season. <laughs> we did the audio tour here as well. It is really just walking around the area and getting an idea of what happened here. Yes, that's what happens at historical... Jesus Christ. Glad we stopped by to understand a little more of history. A very sad place and couldn't imagine what happened here! Exclamation point. There are a few shops set up outside the main entrance and a few little restaurants to sit down and have a cold drink or a little bite to eat. It only makes sense to take the time and stop by when in Phnom Penh. Wow. Three stars. Fuck oh out. my god! Here, scroll, pick, select one and two stars. If uh, for, I want to see the, the the negative reviews. Oh, there's a poor. Oh, there's a terrible. Yeah. Very rushed tour. The tour did everything that they promised. Picked us up at the hotel and took us first to the killing fields and then to the S21 prison. However, our tour guide didn't speak to the group at all, other than telling us what time to be back at the bus. All right. We didn't have time to visit the museum at the Killing Fields and missed out on a lot of the audio guide narrative of the S21 tour. Would have liked to have two hours at each location. Jesus Christ, you need that long to see dead bodies? It's awful. Uh, it, it is a must if you're visiting Phnom Penh, though. A very sobering experience and a true insight into what people can have suffered under the community. It's a must. Two stars. <clears throat> Mediocre. I was really looking forward to this trip. Okay, again. This is the best, dude. Tim, this is the I, best. <laughs> I'm visiting. Do the visiting. one star, dude. Do the one star. Hold on. <laughs> you visited a place where millions of. <laughs> Mediocre. 
and you're like, hey, the tour guide could have been a little more charismatic. <laughs> I was really looking forward to this trip, but the reality is quite disappointing. You never really got a sense of the horror. We had a guide, but there needed to be something more, perhaps a personal stories. <laughs> this obviously covers an awful period in history, but a few monuments on a bit of land doesn't really do it justice. From a practical point of view, it's quite out of the way from the city. Insect repellent is a must. It's a fucking field that's in the name. Of were course, it's away buried, from the city with bugs. Were they buried hundreds of thousands? I mean, it's like, again. Uh, okay. Uh, expensive and rushing. Better better to take a tuk-tuk. When you take the tour, you pay $28. Tickets is $25. They scratch that away for two persons on the tour. That's a Cambodian thing to do. They're just making that money. We asked if the tickets for the fields and the museum were included. And the hotel staff, Carter mom said, yes, the bus would come between 8 and 8.15. I don't care about this timing. And we had to pay an entrance fee of $5 per person. So they, wait. So they had to, they kept getting suckered by people as they kept going around. Yeah, and then they bought it. Mm-hmm. Another $6. Yeah, dude. They, <laughs> these people just got This is a nuke V. Can you imagine all those Cambodians, like, ripping off an Indian? I would. <laughs> I mean, Can you imagine that argument? <laughs> Like the accents yeah. and, the, and the, the the jarbled English, like two different cultures, English second language. The killing fields in prison were money well spent, but it's better to take a tuk-tuk. Oh my God. Go if you feel compelled. Two stars. Uh, hopefully on Penny already knew some of the history of these poor people went through. Okay, that's, that's okay. I just don't, if you, if you feel you know enough or are willing to read up on it, you can see it all online because other than the memorial with the skulls inside, there's not much else to see. It's a Fuck. field. Fuck. Fuck these people. <laughs> I, I like, I'm feeling a lot better about myself just knowing that there are people like this out, out there. These are all horrible people. Look at all the helpful votes. Two stars, 83 helpful votes. Oh, great feedback. Fuck these people. The site is very sad. Having visited the Israeli Genocide Museum, blah, 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 I don't know how to pronounce that, Vad Vashem, uh, we found it very sad that such a place of national mourning and remembrance is so poorly presented. The site should show case that evil that was done by using more modern multimedia methods as well as, oh, they didn't have enough films for this person. What is sad uh. is the fact that govern the current state of the displays and actual, but this is not English. Okay. Next page. Unbelievable. Site is a few acres of land and a memorial pagoda. Nothing more, nothing very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> nothing very impressive. Probably most ignored place in Phnom Penh. It, that's true. After $6 tickets plus audio, you start trails, which is a couple of kilometers. There are points marked as burial sites, no other display. The memorial building had a bunch of skulls on earth, no garden, <laughs> no garden, no real objects to display except some tools, <laughs> hatchet, et cetera, they used. Yeah, because they just threw dead bodies into a big hole there. No original buildings or structures. Looks like this, looks like, look like It was this. a field. I don't think it had buildings and structures. No, S21 operated. Probably did not leave much behind. Oh, God damn, dude. Right. I just, you know how terrible, like, honestly, like, who, who visits these places? <laughs> Memo, it had some basic facts, but it's very hard to verify if the atrocities actually happened. 
Hey, Jala, thanks for being here. Um, I didn't expect to be doing a two-hour thing with you tonight, but I, I, holy shit. These are terrible people. If you leave a review or check in, like that's where social media is right now. You're a terrible person. You're a terrible person. Unless it's like, hey, you should go because it has something to do with history. Like you really, like, you know, it's powerful. But even then, like, what? I think it's, leaving a five-star review makes sense. And if you're not able or willing to leave a five-star review, just don't leave one at all. I didn't leave a review for the Holocaust Museum when I went. Why would you? I took a picture, though, while I was there of a plaque. Because, a lot, not a lot of people know this, but the Nazis killed 70,000 Freemasons. Really? And so I took a picture of the plaque, and I was like, hey, you know, as a Freemason... This part was interesting to see. I didn't know. Like I did something like that, but it wasn't like a selfie smiling, you know, with shoes in the background. Fuck. Yeah, I don't, yeah. You just don't leave a fucking. Just don't leave a fucking review. <laughs> you just don't leave a fucking review. How do we go? All right, where are the reviews at? I'm looking up something else right now, and then like I'm gonna. How do you rank the museums? On, oh, Yelp sort. There we go. Oh, do you want me to put the, your screen back up? No, no, not yet. Okay. I'm I'm just looking at like uh All right, so in case you're wondering, yes, there are piles of one-star reviews for the Holocaust Museum in DC. Oh my God, dude, we got to do them. We got to do them. Let's not do it tonight, but we should do another one of these and just go through. Okay. Tim, Tim, we should do a Tim and Chase read horrible reviews. Like it, it should be called like the asshole review show. We could do like, we could do like an hour a month or something or a, even a quarterly one. Like the, we could call it the quarterly review How where bad? we just focus on different tragic museums. Here's one. I mean, there are a lot of, one star, one Hugh A from Mammoth Lakes, California writes one star. Huge disappointment. This was a horribly weak presentation of one of the most horrific cases of genocide in man's history. The museum is not easy to navigate. On a quiet day, there are still difficulties with bottlenecks and figuring out where to go. At least the review made sense. The, the U.S. End. Holocaust Museum left us feeling frustrated and deeply disappointed. What? <laughs> yes. Okay, first of all, I've been to the D.C. Holocaust Museum. When I went to D.C., I, I, I made a it's point to powerful. do it. It's powerful. It is not confusing. No. No. Oh, my God. So here's, here's, a, good, here's a good rule of thumb, uh, just to kind of wrap up the reviews conversation. If you are about to leave a, bre a, a bad review for any business, regardless of whether it's something like this, if it's a restaurant, right? And you see that the reviews are abundantly positive and real, not bots. Please yeah. take a moment to consider whether or not the problem could be you. <laughs> if you're leaving a review, I'm going to take that to the next level. If you're leaving a review for a place that is memorial to a horrific tragedy in world history, please just take a moment. Look in the mirror and uh, realize the problem is with you. <laughs> like, it's before you even like review it, like this is holy fucking. Sh 
All right, man. On that note, do you want to wrap it up? Because I, I know that you're, you, um, uh, you kind of seem like you want to, you're ready to uh, well, wrap it up. I'm getting tech. Like I, I don't stop working. I get texts all day long. I, yeah, am, I understand. Chase, this, we stumbled on something that is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. We, we found a, a remarkable treasure. I want to thank that uh, asshole fighter who took a smiling picture at Auschwitz for opening up this whole world of more assholes to look at. Cause I didn't realize like how, and I just, I honestly, my message to everyone out there is if you're reviewing Auschwitz or Dachau or wherever, you know, wherever you are, uh, you're, you're probably an asshole. Like you're probably an asshole. Like who does that? And if you're leaving it any, any five stars, fuck you. Like what? Fuck you. The only justified one-star review would be someone who survived Auschwitz being like, it fucking sucked. <laughs> One star. <laughs> I avoided that comment. I, uh, that's obviously the one. But I just like look at this and I'm like, how the killing fields? Boring. Three stars. <laughs> fuck you. It yes, wasn't that's fuck you. Right, right. And I just want to clarify that I am not laughing out of any sense of lightheartedness no, around no, Auschwitz. No. I'm laughing at the audacity of these morons. <laughs> what did you so, do tonight? Well, I spent an hour reading uh, one story. Yeah, we, I went over the killing fields, Yelp. Uh, did, we did Auschwitz. <laughs> Dachau's like, next, man. Of all the things, like, honestly... Like you could convince me that people need to be canceled if they left a bad review of one of these. Like it's like, where do you work? What uh, where? What what where? What uh, what Burger King are you at, sir? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh well, Sorry. that's it. Per usual, Tim runs his mouth. It was awesome. I'm gonna end the stream, <laughs> and I'm gonna See you, upload this to all the platforms that uh it's on and um tim i'm happy to send you a copy of the robot you use whatever parts of it you want however. Yeah, we'll, we'll do more of these this was really fun we'll talk i really really loved catching up with you and i missed you since the last time i saw you man thanks for taking the time no problem two and a half hours fuck me awesome see ya